Yes, it is Free Talk Live. Merry whatever and happy junkin' stuff. I just want to get that out of the way. Make sure everybody knows I'm feeling festive. Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, you know, I don't know, whatever whatever the heck it is. Like, I realize that Christmas is, uh, what do they call it? Uh, a, a Christian holiday, right? And I'm not a particularly religious man uh, as far as dogmatic religions. I don't, I haven't joined a thing. I don't go on Sundays. I don't right. have a, you know, congreg- like I'm here as a reverend because uh, I am uh, officially ordained as a minister in the church of spiritual humanism and our deity is reason and logic. Mm-hmm. And so, but within that, there is no, like you're not going to drive down the road and find, you know, the first church of spiritual humanism right. on the corner. And you're trying you can, to like, you're trying to apply go. reason and logic to Christmas. So as a reverend of that, you're probably like. Well, and so, but at the same time, I'm not opposed to what people refer to as the spirit of Christmas, right. which is like, hey, that's the do be kind thing. to people. Right? right? Don't be a dick. If there's people that you like in the world that that are doing stuff for you that you admire or you like, or you want to say thank you in some way, like give a gift. Right. You know, there's it's, it's like slow it down time. Yeah. Slow it down for a couple of days. Just like <laughs> it, it's kind of like like Thanksgiving puts me in that mood. Right. Because yeah. I'm thinking about like all mm. of the things I'm grateful for in my life. And, and it's no lie that if you adopt the attitude of gratitude, your life improves. Absolutely. Um, yep. I, I personally can tell you that I was a, a bitter young man full of, you know, all sorts of, uh, Something in vinegar, harump, harump. you know, and, and, uh, you know, I got into fights, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff, you know, but then like, I sort of grew out of that because I realized that like, there's better ways to spend your time, right. You know, doing that, you know, the non-aggression principle yeah. probably just, well, when I woke up in my late thirties, if you will, and got rid of statism as a, as a thought and realized that, Oh, Hey, this is just evil applied large, <laughs> right. <laughs> that everyone um, has to pay into it. It changed my life. So. Yeah. Uh, before we go on with the rest what of the show... What are we show, listening to? What is the show? <laughs> it is Free Talk Live. If you would like to call in, you can call 603-283-6160. It's a Sunday night edition. In the studio tonight, it's... The authentic Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will, LLC. Joining me tonight... Not Nikki. <laughs> Steve Classic. Don't you have a different name? <laughs> they call me Off Grid Angie. They. Or as my first caller referred to me, the new chick. The new chick, right. Yes. Welcome Not back. Nikki. That's great. Yeah. Although I believe you and Nikki share some background in like sort of the, me- the medical field, right? Yes. So so if we need you for that reason, we could call upon you, you for it. okay, all right. Call a nurse. Otherwise just sort of be <laughs> yourself. I uh, like to call myself a new kind of nurse. Oh, okay. That's my, yeah. All right. But she yeah, brought no, the keto cookies. These days. She did. Yeah. And that's awesome. That's, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. you know. That's healthcare. They say <laughs> the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. All right. The way to a, a man who's trying to avoid carbs is also through his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to remind everybody of something. Wait, what's the, what's the star date? Hang on. Oh, uh, something's not something's what? not happening. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, all right, you're yeah. right. You're right, Steve. All right, I I'm just trying to keep just trying to keep you on track here. Captain's log, <laughs> start date one two two four two zero two three. 
Uh, I want to remind everybody of something. Ah, uh, yes. Little intro here. Nice. Lies you told me the lockdowns are dumb. Dumb. Two weeks or maybe three, the lockdowns are dumb. 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 The protest signs we bring, the lockdowns are dumb. Dumb. <laughs> That's right. Uh, That's great. You can uh, find COVID Carols, the three-song EP <laughs> that I put out. Uh, I actually wrote the songs in 2020 in the midst of the, the lockdowns. The Cerveza uh, sickness, the, yeah. Yeah, the Cerveza, the, the COVID, whatever you want to call it. The, yeah. the government's overreaction to something that uh, <laughs> that they not only created, but unleashed upon <laughs> planet Earth. Um, and this was part of uh, a continuation of something that uh, Free Talk Live has been involved in. They had uh, previously done something called the Chronic Carols. And this is uh, somebody who was a free state sort of person, liberty-minded individual, had rewritten some Christmas songs in the key of marijuana, right? And so, mm-hmm. you know, chronic carols. And uh-huh. so when they would have their 420 protests in the in the wintertime and around the holidays, they mm-hmm. would bust out these sheets uh, for the crowd and hand them out, and everybody would sing the chronic carols. And so we had a uh, a new year's eve party here in the we'll call it the southwestern corner mm-hmm, of yeah. of new hampshire uh, during peak lockdown when when you weren't supposed to have anything oh right you weren't even supposed like like it they was shut the disco, down right yeah they shut down live music they shut yeah. down theater they shut down movies they shut down art of any kind really if yeah. you think about it right uh and so and we everyone were like, complied yeah it, well except us right right, right, right. we had a New Year's Eve party at a building that that uh, was a former restaurant, uh, you know, off hours, that kind of a thing. And everybody showed up. There were no masks. There were no, no. You know, that kind of a thing. In fact, there was karaoke going on there. We had two, different, a microphone. two oh. different DJs doing music. There was yeah, yeah. a little bit of a rave, I guess. Not, not a rave, but there was dancing. But there was a and, disco. And it was catered and, and yeah. everything. Like, And there was a keg of you know some nice beer. And right. there were cocktails and wine being served oh, and awesome. all that kind of stuff. Normalcy. And um, so uh, Ian Freeman, who is, well, now uh, he's been kidnapped by the tyrant and is sitting in Merrimack County awaiting some bureaucratic crap to happen before they send him to a federal penitentiary. Pen- penitentiary? Penitentiary. Pentagon? Pentagon. The Pentagon? Jail. Yeah. Prison. Um, he challenged me. He's like, hey, man, we did this thing with the Chronic Carols. I know you do parody music. I know it's late in the year. It was like, I don't know, November or something when he asked mm-hmm. me. And he's like, if I you know, said, hey, can you do some COVID carols? What do you think? And I'm like, I'm see what it. I can do. <laughs> see what I can do. Like three weeks later, done. Right, right. Right. So we printed up these COVID carol sheets brought them to this New Year's Eve party. And so in between everybody else doing karaoke, me and Mr. Freeman got up on stage and, you know, encouraged the crowd to, you know, handed right. out the sheets and the crowd joined with us in the singing of these COVID carols. And so Aww. the next year I just decided that I was going to try and croon over them a little bit, right? Pull my mm-hmm. best uh, lounge against the machine act. Right. You know, I, I'm not the greatest singer on planet earth, but I think these are hilarious. So like, it doesn't really matter. Uh, unless you're going to be a super critical guy, then, you know, F off. Uh, these are funny. We have melody. Uh, we fun. can fix you. These are fun. And you can find them at uh, the kickassparodyproject.bandcamp.com. 
Uh, you can also find a link to it over at CaptainKickass.com. I'll post it. Uh, the cost for the entire EP is as much as you don't or would like to pay. So you can just download it for free if you know you can't afford it. And if you if like you, it. If, if, if you feel like paying something, go ahead. You want to give Captain a Christmas gift? That's how you go about right. doing so. The CEO of the record company is not going to make a lot of money on that. <laughs> there, there is no record company yeah, on right. this. Yeah, I the, the thing about doing parody music, like these carols, I could probably put up as cover music, but it's impossible to get the original artist's permission. Oh, absolutely. Because they're dead. Oh, well, <laughs> unless it's in and public also, domain. And also, I think these might be public domain, but still, most, um, we'll call them companies, who allow independent artists to self-publish won't allow you to do derivative work like they don't have a license for that you can cover it note for note with the lyrics right but you can't parody but it. if i change the lyrics up uh which yeah. is technically a pastiche or mm-hmm. if i change it to where i'm making fun of the song right if oh, i change okay. the lyrics to where i'm making fun of the song that's technically the parody it's like fair use all of which is covered under fair use so right. like if i made videos for these i could put them up on youtube claim fair use and nothing would happen right Right. Um, if you change but, some, some of the notes around, maybe. But to get them distributed as like MP3s to where like you're you've got it on your app, you know, whatever right. your music at your sound, uh, whatever it is, your you know your catcher, yeah, whatever it is you got, um, they won't do it because big tech will shut it down. F- well, they don't even allow. There's not even a category for you to choose. Really? If your song is parody, call it spoken word. Well, call it news. There's like, yeah. <laughs> They're, they're saying, like, they have people who review these things. Oh, you know, they'll, kind of thing. they'll red flag you. So, your, yeah. yeah um, so the thing about fair use is that, yes, it's a valid legal argument. However, it has to be invoked as a defense. You can't just make something and go, yep, fair use, right? Yeah. You have to find somebody who's willing to put it on their platform first. Bandcamp is one of those platforms where they're like, yeah, you go ahead, put up whatever you want. We don't oh, care. Okay. You know, uh, and if somebody tries to sue us far out, solid and right on, we'll invoke the defense at that point. Gotcha. Or I will, because Bandcamp will come to me and be like, hey, yeah, what's yeah. going on? We'll take I'll be it like, down. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's fair use, yeah, you okay. know, and yeah. that kind of a thing. So, um, and, and it'll totally stand. Like, I have no doubts at all based on previous parody music having been public, especially with Christmas yeah. carols, like that it's not and even what, that big of a deal. And what's the worst case? Would they take... All of the money that you made on the parody songs, <laughs> like the millions of dollars yeah, that the, you've made. The, I mean, I don't even know if I've made a nickel, uh, right? <laughs> right. To, Sue me for, like, to be fair. Four cents. Like these have been online since uh, December of 2021, so a couple of years. Yeah. And I know there have been downloads because I'm, you know, I can right, monitor. Can they that. send me an email when yeah. something happens or whatever. Right. You know, every month they're like, "Hey, here's your performance on our site," right. and like, oh, "Oh, great," you know. Um, but if you want to listen to these things, uh, I'll put a link up uh, in the Free Talk Live web presence, wherever that may be, Mastodon, Twitter, et cetera, and so on, so you guys can enjoy those as well this holiday season. Um, are you guys celebrating? What are you doing? I mean, we're here right now, but I mean, like, tomorrow, what do you, you know? Um, my kids are coming over. Okay. That's you know, good. Just, time uh, and we're probably going to have a big bonfire. I've been I've been Ooh. storing up a lot of uh, kindling wood all over the place. So, got to move it far away from the house and light it up on fire. Set it on fire! <laughs> Set it on fire! 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 I uh, tonight we got a lot of water. Water. It's raining <laughs> outside. <laughs> I have to say I've I started uh, this year. I had some work done on the house and I installed a uh, 
Well, I didn't install it. I paid some people to install it. <laughs> and then now I'm paying those people. A, a, yeah, it's a, <laughs> right. a wood-burning stove. Uh, it's one of these, uh, you know, glass fronts. We just got uh, one. EPA certified. Yeah, and you can take 20% you know. off your taxes on that, too. Sweet. Yeah, um, top-line deduction. So uh, the place that I, that I live in, the house that I bought, uh, only heats via electric. So it's got these electric baseboard heaters in mm-hmm. Now, I've been in there since 2020 when I bought the place. Right. And Do you like, use Liberty Electric? Is that who? Um, Are they Liberty Liberty Electric? Yeah, we'll, we'll get. Yeah. It, it is an <laughs> electric sound company. very Liberty. Uh, but like, so it's a duplex and both units are heated by electricity. Uh, I f- figured that I was paying most of that because I live on the bottom and there's a, a an upper and yep. so heat rises. And yep. so, yeah, sure enough. heated floors up there. <laughs> sure enough, I talked to the former tenant because I, you know, uh, I had to have the place empty to do all, all the work on the house, that kind of thing. So the place has been empty. I probably won't rent it until like spring or something like that. Uh, but uh, sure enough, I talked to the former tenant. And he's like, yeah, we basically never turned the heat on unless, <laughs> you know, we left the door open or wow. the window was, you know, that kind of a thing. Uh, because, you know, the heat just rises from your apartment to ours. And I'm like, okay. So I did find that uh, it was, I think, mid-January of last year. There was a snow, and it was a big snow for here, you know, a foot or something. Foot or two. Yeah. And, yeah. and the power went out for, like, probably less than 24 hours, but I'm calling it two days because it happened, you know, sort of at the beginning mid-day of one day, and I didn't get electricity back until almost the evening of the next day. So right. a 24-hour period over two different days, if mm-hmm. you will. And as a landlord, you know, you're responsible for, like, the heat of your tenants or whatever, right? Yeah. Right. So uh, what I did is I have one of these uh, Mr. Heater Buddies. Propane. You're familiar with it. Yeah, propane. propane yeah. accessories. Yeah. It takes the two little uh, green grenades of propane that little you buy. Coleman the, five-pounders. Yeah, those yeah. are the ones. Uh, I also have the attachment that lets you run it to the 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 grill-sized uh, right. propane tank. pound tanks. So, yeah, if you've got that, you know, you can hook into that. So uh, I fired that thing up, and it was enough, at least, to keep my apartment warm. And, like, the tenants knew the power was out, but they never said, hey, it's cold in here. They never, you know. <laughs> So, like, I didn't ask either. I just kept the, the bottom apartment, you know, a reasonable temperature. Right. I think we hit, you know, 68 degrees or something like that. And assuming all that heat just rose up into their apartment, they never said anything. You know, I think they, you know, had some flashlights going on or right. whatever during the power outage, but that was it. Um, Second so, floor living, huh? That's so no harm, it. no foul. Yeah, if you're in a wintry climate <laughs> and you're a renter, take the second uh, floor. <laughs> take uh, the highest floor you can possibly get right. to, because it will be warmer. All that heat is going right into your apartment, right. and uh, yeah, it's free to you. <laughs> <laughs> then there's summer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now you're cooling all of that heat that's rising up into your apartment, <laughs> that's and it's right. probably going to cost you more. Make up for it in the summertime. Yeah, that's true. All right, uh, we should probably get the show started, huh? Now that we—that was the preamble. For, uh, <laughs> now that we got that out of the didn't way, we have like oh no, that was Beard Talk Live where we had the amble and the preamble. Oh yeah, so thinking of a different show. Okay, um, a number one story. Somebody recently uh, referred to me. No, not even recently. Well, it was recently, and then again in the past. So twice now, someone has referred to me as the heavy metal Santa Claus. 
I can like, see, I could see that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, I'll you take could. that. You know, yeah. I've been called worse things by better people. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah, if you had yeah. the Santa hat on tonight, yeah. I would you would have fooled me. Big old gray beard, yeah. jolly yeah. old man. You know, <laughs> that kind of a thing going on. Uh, so I thought it was fitting that since it is the night before Christmas, that we talk a little bit about Santa Claus. Which, by the oh. way, uh, children, if you're listening, close your ears. Santa Claus is not real. <gasps> It's your parents. They buy all the gifts, uh, and they're basically lying to you. But they love you. But they love you, and that's why you know they fake that there's some other guy who's giving you gifts instead of right. telling you that it's from them. Yep. Which you'll find out eventually, and then you know it'll confuse you, and you'll probably be upset. But then you'll do the same thing to your kids. Well, hopefully not. Right. <laughs> well, that's what I did. Like, like it, it's yeah. one thing to like read a book. To your kids about like the subject matter, yeah, like yeah, there's you know, blah, 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 but it's just a book. But it's fun being Santa Claus. Right. When you become a parent, it's fun I, I, to trick the children. I don't have kids, so well, I'm just telling you from my I'm, point of view. And, and I'm sure also, that as a child, would, would agree. as a child who believed his parents, right, when they told him things like Santa Claus and like yeah. the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny and you right. know these kinds of things, right? Yeah. Because who else are you going to believe, right? Who's the highest authority in your life your as a parents. child? Parents, yeah. And and you believe them because they're taking care of you. They're feeding you. They're clothing right. you. They're you know wiping your ass or mm. whatever it is, right? right? You know, and so like, and if they go, yeah, there's this, you know, fat guy in a red suit and his reindeer and they land on the roof and come down the chimney and like, like well, we live in an apartment. There's no freaking chimney, right? It, right. Like, like logic kicks right. in. Right, you're right, like, right. I don't understand what's going on here, right? And then- you find out, like, not from your parents, right? You find out from, school like, or something yeah, like some that, kid yeah. on the bus on your yeah. way home from school. And you're like, hey, and you come home, yeah. you're like, little Joey said Santa Claus isn't yeah. real, blah, blah, blah. And, and then finally they cop to it. They're like, Jesus. well, <laughs> like, uh, I guess you're old enough for us to tell you Santa Claus isn't real. What? Oh. Santa Claus isn't real? Like, I mean, I, it was a traumatic experience for me as a child. Yeah. Right. Like the, the, I don't the, think the I was rug ever, pull. I don't think I was ever the told. Rug pull. I was never told. It was just kind of, I assume. I think it was a sibling that the, blew the whistle. That on, blew on the, it, yeah, oh, for really? me. It was like, I think it was, I, I've, I have this vague recollection of sitting like in front of the tree, like getting super excited about all the presents in the morning and like. Every time I talk about Santa, like my brother and sister, just laughing and laughing. laughing. <laughs> You're and still like, the one who's wait just a yeah. minute. still believes. Yeah, but then you, you were the dupe. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I was the. Other they side. already knew. Yeah. And they were like, ha 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 ha. She doesn't yes. know. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that's what I don't like about this lie. It's a lie. Stop lying to your kids. Oh, it's fun, Captain. Like, well, now there's kids, this whole elf. lying is not fun. Right. It's fun the to trick. It, if you're doing all this stuff for your kids. Yeah. You can get a little enjoyment out of tricking them. It's like dad jokes, but it's a Santa Claus. No, dad jokes are funny, and also they don't lie to your children. <sighs> Santa Claus is a lie. You're lying to your kids. That's all you're doing. And then when they find out he's not real, right, if they find out from a source other than you sitting them down and going, then okay, they, then okay, they don't it's like the five-year-old getting red-pilled or okay. whatever. When exactly they call it, what's what the color of the pill? They're like, but, what else isn't real? But what happens is, what <laughs> what happens is because they're children, the cognitive dissonance, the, right. the yeah. what's the other word right. for that? The, uh, uh, it's the only word I know. A, yeah. Yeah. No, there's another word for the cognitive like brain, something. Their brainwash syndrome. Or, uh, oh, oh, Stockholm syndrome? Stock, yeah, cognitive uh, Stockholm uh, dissonance <laughs> syndrome. Yeah. When that kicks in, right? what it does is the next time they're confronted with a lie, 
from authority, they actually will hold on to that lie even more tenaciously. Really? Because that syndrome kicks in. So you're I've been lying to myself my whole life. Interesting. Like, like what I'm saying is lying to your kids about Santa Claus equals reinforcing, real thing, reinforcing statism. Wow. So, so then they'll say, well, 9-11, that wasn't real. Come on. Santa Claus, that's not real. Yeah, imagine how many people would have to be in on it for Santa uh, Claus to like not be real, right? Come on, Santa uh, Claus is totally real. <laughs> so, so anyway, all that being said, I thought we would start tonight with this from a website called the-express.com or Daily Express US, depending on, uh, you know, whatever. I don't know. How Never heard of it. Yeah, but me neither. Uh, children watching horror. This is the headline. Children watch in horror as Russian Santa falls to his death. Wait a second. I thought Santa Claus wasn't real. In monstrous stunt. Then he is real. So now he's dead. Israel. He he is real. (laughs) He tried to actually get through a chimney. Uh, I want to know what the stunt is. This is, uh, at least judging on, there's a photo here, and it basically (sighs) shows like a high-rise apartment (laughs) building where like there's this... mm, person that apparently is clad as a santa claus he's trying to spider-man up he's the hanging apartment up, you know how like the apartments have decks and they're sort of fenced in decks he's hanging off of one balcony of the, fence, a the balcony, balcony yeah, yeah thank yeah. you uh <laughs> at, you know at the at least fifth story level here Ooh, so that's enough to really hurt the tragedy <laughs> is described as a completely unpredictable incident by the residential management company that staged the event so imagine you're a you're a manager of like a large apartment complex, oh, no. maybe a small one, right? Like some apartment complex, and you're like, we got to do something for the holidays. Yeah. Hey, why don't we hire a guy to, to dress up as Santa climb and climb, climb, right? You know, or something, right? And this is part of your publicity stunt or your your holiday festive, right. you know, thing that you're doing for yep. your tenants or whatever. Yeah. Then the assistant guy's like, Do, are we insured for that? Ah, don't worry about it. It's, it, it's no problem. <laughs> yes, we've got triple ho insurance. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out what the man dressed as a Santa Claus did, didn't do, and what was the outcome of this. Coming up, it's Free Talk Live. If you want to call, the phone number is 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is on the way. Mania, the insatiable desire for freedom. It's the new three-song heavy metal EP from Captain Kickass. Available now on your favorite music app or get it directly from CaptainKickass.com. talk live we're still in the midst of the first hour uh, the second segment second half if you will uh the telephone number if you would like to join us is 
six one six zero. Again, six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Not Nikki. Uh, I think the order is all screwed up. I, I, I should have pointed. I should have yeah. been like, let's try this all again. Right, take two, Captain, take two. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Steve, Cl- oh, wait a second. Wow. All right, wow. take three, take three. All right, here we go. Ready? Go ahead. In the studio tonight, it's me, the captain. Off-grid Angie. <laughs> and Steve Classic. It did, just doesn't did, work. Did you forget who you were? Uh, no, I, I know, but it just doesn't work. Just a- it's got to be like, and not Nikki. Right. No? No. No? No. I mean, I get that she's not Nikki. I think most people All right, do. We'll, we'll try it in the yeah, break, right. and then we'll, yeah. we'll do okay. it at the top right. of the hour. All right. All right. We'll, we'll get our producers on that. We'll get you an acting coach. We'll get you a <laughs> memory coach. Yeah, exactly. I forgot <laughs> to take my memory pills. Today. You can remember who the heck you are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start with uh, actually saying uh, something that uh, we should say. Uh, you can join Liberty Mall. Uh, Liberty Mall. Blah, blah, blah. Wow, Captain, take two. <laughs> Let's start by saying something we should say. You can join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 13th through the 16th for the 8th annual ForkFest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which has sold out in recent years. ForkFest happens the weekend before the Porcupine Freedom Festival. ForkFest is decentralized, which means there's no ticket cost and no one is in charge. All you have to do to join the fun is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room at Rogers Campground for June 13th through the 16th. You can find out more at the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party. You can also connect with other attendees on the ForkFest Telegram and Matrix chat rooms and the ForkFest forum. Links to all of those can be found at ForkFest.Party. We hope to see you there June 13th through the 16th, ForkFest.Party. Uh, the only other thing I would add there is um, ForkFest can be whatever it is you want. Uh, one year uh, during the COVID, uh, myself, uh, Aria, who's also in jail right now, mm. and uh, another one of our sometimes hosts, Mushmouth Mike, uh, because government had shut down art, you know, music, theater, all that kind of stuff, mm. there was there, you couldn't go see a live show of any kind. Right? There were no concerts. Mm. Right, so we decided because Forkfest was going on, we decided that we we're going to throw together a, a forty-five minute set, uh, drums and two guitars. Right, I sang. Right, we did a bunch of covers. Right, we weren't particularly awesome, but we were we weren't bad either. Right, we're all we were all experienced at some level in in our instruments. So like it came together relatively quickly. I think we had like a half a dozen, maybe eight practices before the actual show to get our set list together, to get everything dialed in and and that kind of a thing. And we went and we defied the man, uh, hurling a big middle finger in government's general direction and had a live concert in a campground in the midst of COVID when everybody else was too chicken ass to do anything of, of the matter. So, uh, one that, but what I'm getting at is that fork fest is what you make it. If you want live music, bring live music. Mm. If you want to just relax and chill, then just show up and relax and chill. Right. Um, bring, know, it, bring a taco it, truck. It, it, it's up to you. Yeah. Do you want to cook stuff for people? Mm. Bring some cooking equipment. Bring some food. You know, that kind of a thing. Want and, to sell and, gold and, bags? And sell your bring your gold bags. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's what you make of it. And so every year that I've been to ForkFest, uh, each year is slightly different than the previous year because somebody will do something that didn't happen the year before, and then the following year, like, somebody else will do something completely different. And so it's always a new uh, thing no matter what year it is. Uh, and then the one year it was just like, oh, we 
really did much of anything, but we all just hung out, right? You know, around the campfire and chilled and, you know, partook in, you know, whatever beverages and stuff of our choice and that kind of a thing. But, mm-hmm. like, it was just, it's basically a, a party in a campground. Yeah. Forkfest.party. Forkfest.party. So, um, well, we were going to take a call, but the caller has dropped off. So we're going to take what? this other call. Let's go to, uh, I believe this is Ricky on the Commonwealth. Ricky, you're on Free Talk Live. Thank you there, Brother Captain, Brother Steve, Sister Angie. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Ooh, he's got your name. Watch out. <laughs> no also known as not Nikki. <laughs> well, how about awesome, Angie? No doubt. I'll take it. Double A. <laughs> so there you go. Double A. No doubt. I got it. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Double A. You're old school. Anyways, that being said... You know, tomorrow happens to be December 25th, no doubt. And, you know, that was a very important pagan holiday until the Roman Catholic Church stole it. And then Santa Claus drank out of a Coke bottle, no doubt. And you know what happened? When Santa Claus drank out of the Coke bottle, was it the original Coke that had cocaine in it? Yeah, I think so. 1800s. I I don't know. Actually, it didn't because that was so brief, nobody even really got it. Okay, go ahead. All right, that being said, but you know what also happened? It wasn't the first year, but it was the year after that Santa Claus drank out of the Coke bottle. You know what happened every year to date on December 25th? Mm, no. How about you there, Steve? You, you're a fountain of knowledge. What happened on December 25th? Every year to date. Uh, the, the Coca-Cola commercial with the polar bears? <clears throat> I don't know. Nah, okay, well, that's all right. Here's what it is. Wow. The highest rate of suicide of any day of the year. And you know what also happened on uh, December 25th, 1973 at 2.30 in the morning? I was only one year old, so no. Don't know. How about you there, Brother Steve? I pass. I have no idea. Well... Ricky from the Commonwealth was born. Oh, dang. I was just going to say that. Wait, so I'm older oh, than you? I'm sure, Brother Steve. What a great way What a great way to end the year off with a lie, no doubt. Hey, Santa Claus is real, okay? Hey, uh, I'm not, not, I don't know. I thought it's a conspiracy, man. Actually, he's dead. No, the reality here. Now, it's funny because, you know, what a great way to start out a child's life, teaching them to lie, no doubt. You know, and it makes you wonder how many of these people grew up to be politicians. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, no, but really, really, you know, it's funny because, you know, I'm confident now most Christians don't read a Bible, and you're damn sure right that there ain't no Roman Catholics ever read a Bible. And catch me if I'm wrong, but we're not the big C running from Herod for two reasons. One, not only because of the firstborn, but something else called the Roman census. Maybe that's why we don't know his birthday. Maybe people only see what they want to see in the history books. What do you think there, Brother Captain? Um, I think that uh, you should have a Merry Christmas. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Too many conundrums. I, I, like, I, I, like, I mean, sometimes that guy goes into depth that I'm just like, like I'm not following, but if I am following, I'm like yeah. I, I don't care. Sometimes I mean, if he got if he got into you know the Roman cat, the Romans making up the New Testament to trick people to be calm. Uh, well, and nice, I mean, instead of being barbarians, by and large, my feeling, my feeling about dogmatic religion that is like 
attending a church service every Sunday and you know tithing into the you know the the plate that they pass or a head of state and, being the pope and or... and you've got yeah there's this complete hierarchy going on inside of the church it's you organized know, with with you know, like the deacons and all that kind of stuff and yeah. the, you know whatever whatever the different levels of you know involvement whether it's voluntary or paid uh, positions w- within the church like uh, as near as I can tell religion is the first form of government that is dogmatic right. religion right. Yeah. like. If you, I don't care what you believe, right? If you believe that there's a higher power that you call God, that, you know, blah, 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 whatever, that's fine. Uh, And if you want to get together with a bunch of people that believe the same thing as you, that's fine too. It's when you start forcing it on other people, particularly children, without giving them the bandwidth to be objective about it Mm -hmm. uh, as they grow up. Children can't be too objective, I think. They have to form opinions. That the onus is on the parents to make sure that the children form their own opinions, not based on what the parents are telling them, but based on all of the information that's available, particularly if you are religious. Right. Right. And I know that's a sticky wicket and you can't count on parents to like do that. Right. Right. You have Mm -hmm. to be an exceptional parent who's like thinking about the betterment of their child going, okay, well, I believe this, but you don't have to believe that. In fact, here are here's a menu of all the different religions. And then, oh, yeah, there's other things over here that are like agnosticism and atheism. And here's the the wide variety of beliefs that you could potentially choose from. But you don't have your own sovereign individual and you don't have to choose from any any of them either. Right. Right. Like most parents are going to do that. They're going to be like, well, in this family, we believe X and we go to church X to attend sermon X with reverend or pastor or whatever X, that kind of a thing. And so that's how these things sort of perpetuate. Mm -hmm. In this house, we believe that crickets are protein. (laughs) (laughs) You will eat the bugs. (laughs) You will eat the bugs. (laughs) All right. Let's uh, move on to more of your calls. I believe this is Gigi calling from South Carolina. Gigi, you're on Free Talk Live. GG. GG, I can't hear you. Are you muted? GG going once. All right, GG. If you can hear me, give us a call back. We'll try and get you on the air. Ah. Oh. That was, I was and gonna, she has the best sounding phone. I was going to put her on first, and then like she maybe she's having phone problems. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, at any rate, we were talking previously. <laughs> she's probably got a Samsung. <laughs> I, I really want to know what the stunt was. <laughs> The Santa stunt? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're waiting, Captain. We're waiting. We're getting off track. Suspense is How do you keep an entire nationally syndicated radio audience in suspense? Take a couple phone calls. <laughs> Before you get back to the, the thing you mentioned uh, right. you know, a half hour yep. ago. Yep. Children watching horror, just to recap for those of you just tuning in. Children watching horror as Russian Santa falls to his death in monstrous stunt. A man dressed as the Russian Santa Claus... Grandfather Frost. So apparently uh, everybody else calls him St. Nick. The Russians. Zelensky probably pushed him. Grandfather Frost. (laughs) Stop. Grandfather Frost was the victim of a monstrous misfortune, quote unquote, as he plunged to his death during a stunt for children. Ah. So, so, <laughs> so they believe Santa Claus was real. And, now and they, after this, they're like, no, oh, he's dead. Dude, Santa Claus is dead. <laughs> dead man. Right. I see I, it. I saw him fall off. Here, the look pits. at my video. Yeah. I got Ooh. on my phone. Yeah. I'm sure. That was real it's on blood. my TikTok. <laughs> that red suit? Yeah, well, yeah, it, was it was white was... when he fell. <laughs> but, I, I mean, if the, if it hadn't gone down that way, 
were they going to buy in to the fact that Santa like had a dream to be a stuntman? <laughs> this photo that they have in this article. Kinda, There's no video, is there? I don't think so. But this photo that they have in the article kind of makes it look like Santa Claus is more like Spider-Man. Like, there's no yeah. sleigh with reindeer or anything like that. Although I don't know what Grandfather Frost yeah. brings with him as the tale, right? This is the, the Russian version. Teaching apparently. kids the right. dangers of free climbing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe a little... Uh, Get a safety harness. What's that name of the... the it, it's a sport where, like, the people run and jump and off of things. Not... Uh, parkour. Uh, parkour, yes. Thank you. What? S- parkour Santa Claus is wow. kind of what this looks like. <laughs> Uh, a man dressed uh, as the Russian Santa Claus, Grandfather Frost, was the victim of a monstrous misfortune as he plunged to his death during a stunt for children. The man, an experienced industrial climber, aged between 25 and 35. Like, you're a reporter. Figure out what his age was before right. reporting it. Don't be like, <laughs> somewhere between... Eh, he looked like he might be within this decade. So much blood we couldn't quite tack down we couldn't get his and wallet like, out. I mean, this story isn't exactly long either. So, like, the it's amount probably of translated from this, Russian, yeah, maybe in Soviet Russia. Yes. Santa Claus, Zelensky kick. I don't know something you. <laughs> right, yeah. Anyway, uh, he intended to stun children. <laughs> well, the end of story right there. It's a mission accomplished. I'm sorry. He intended to stun children gathered around a Christmas tree. By climbing down from a residential high-rise building. (laughs) Like, okay, all right, so somebody's got a bunch of kids. They're like, come on, everybody, let's get around the tree. Look, he's coming down the building. Hey, everybody, look up. It's Santa Claus. Here he comes. (laughs) 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 Hopefully he didn't hit the tree. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, An experienced industrial climber. Uh, whose age is a mystery, apparently. Uh, but the amazing surprise turned into tragedy as the red-robed Grandfather Frost fell to his death from the 24th floor. Oh, yeah, that's... Isn't it Christmas Eve, the 24th? Oh, uh, 24th wow. Floor. Yeah, there's some numerology tricks going on in there Ooh. somewhere. I'm not all woo-woo about numerology, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, man. The 24th floor. Was it 9-11 when he fell? (laughs) (laughs) The climber who reportedly mixed up his safety ropes. (laughs) This one's a safety rope. This one's not a safety Uh, rope. Why would you have a a not safety rope? I, uh, how do you? <laughs> there's more to this sentence. I had to stop when I'm like mixed up his safety ropes. I'm like uh, uh, rope roulette. Uh, that's like, wasn't there a Russian wasn't there rope a, roulette? Wasn't there a car, like a Bugs Bunny cartoon where they're like in the airplane and they're handing out like parachutes, right? And then one of them's just got like silverware in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not actually a parachute. It's like, oh, I handed you the wrong bag. That's Sorry. Uh, the climber who reportedly mixed up his safety ropes crashed on a snow-covered structure on the first floor of the building, which spared the children from the sight of the body. (laughs) To add to the horror, the man's wife and his young child were reportedly among those waiting for Grandfather Frost to complete the stunt. That's awful. That is terrible. Come on, honey, let's go see Daddy do his job. He's going to climb down. You know, when I'll get down. We'll show you. It's Daddy. There he is. He's climbing down. Oh, oh. Oh, Sorry, hon. That was. Wow. I hope we have good insurance. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll continue with this, but let's go to the phones and see if Gigi is here this time. 
JJ, something's going on. And she's not back. No. Wait. You were back, but you're not here. I don't hear you at all. You might have something muted. Uh, We've tested this, Hmm. and it seems to be working, so... I'm sorry, Gigi. Mm-hmm. Merry Ricky Christmas to you. Happy, whatever, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe Ricky broke our phones <laughs> just by calling. <laughs> Thanks, Ricky. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wasn't me. Nothing but love, you guys. Uh, I love y'all. Except for maybe Scooter. <laughs> Skeeter, whatever Skeeter. That, that bastard's name is. I'm not sure that. It, all right. It's, oh, it's Gigi calling back. How about back. now? Hi, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there you are. Third time is the charm. Oh, well, I am charming. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, you are. What's on your mind, Gigi? I'm intelligent. I have a gorgeous smile, big brown eyes, very, very kind-hearted, way too sensitive to a fault, and a big mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And easy on the eye. And a super cook. Hey, to all my fellow listeners and people who appreciate Free Talk Live's mission statement, which I know I do, and my husband does too, Mm -hmm. a healthy Christmas holiday, a wonderful Kwanzaa, if you celebrate that. As a Jewish girl, I don't have to worry about any of these Santa Claus disaster stories. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nor did I, I as a child. I wonder, like, what? did did we you... We got another letter from Ian! Oh, nice. I, I wonder, uh, Gigi, did you, uh, as a non-Christian, did you, like, spill the beans for other kids? When other kids were, like, expecting Santa Claus to, you know, come down the no, chimney and leave my, presents? In my family, uh, we have a lot of people that were and remain practicing Catholics, and thank goodness... In my home and in my mother's family, and daddy's too, we were all raised not to make comments on Jewish, Catholic, we are cousins first. And I grew up celebrating communions, baptisms, Hanukkah, Christmas, Easter. We did everything as cousins first and foremost. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yes. But I can remember as a little girl of six, In Miami, growing up, my mother took me to the shopping mall. There was Santa, and I sat on his lap, and he said to me, what is your name? I said, Gigi, where do you live, Pinecrest? What do you want for Christmas? And I can remember, oh, my God, I remember saying, I'm a Hanukkah person. (laughs) (laughs) Hanukkah person. And I said, I get presents every night for eight nights. Nice. And I remember I had my picture taken in color in this paper frame, and we brought it home. My mother put it in my room on my dresser, and when my father came home, he was a judge in the criminal court. I remember he said, what did you do today? Because I was on winter vacation from school. I said, I told Santa Claus at the shopping mall, that I'm a Hanukkah person. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, it was quite interesting. The other night, Richie asked a question, and I thought about it, and I spoke with colleagues Mm -hmm. who specialize in criminal, white-collar, federal crime in both Florida and California. But I won't mention any of the names. Sure, whatever. Out of respect. 
Richie asked a good question. Can Ian get credit for the time he's currently serving at the county jail in Bowcowan? Am I pronouncing it properly? Uh, Boscowin, yeah. Boscowin, I beg your pardon. And Richie said, no. Well, I found out quite the opposite. In order for that to happen, his attorney or attorneys have to file a motion and petition the court. So okay. there is hope for that. Good. Ian's letter was quite interesting, and Jeffrey and I had quite a chuckle. He wrote, this, this part was a riot, and I know you guys are going to crack up because you're always talking about the importance of reading various publications and forming one's own opinion, but obtaining different perspectives. Ian wrote that there is no library. The computer access is exorbitant. The phone is exorbitant. However, a book cart comes around, and one of his fellow inmates gets a subscription to the Wall Street Journal, and he gets to read it. And I said, thank heavens for something. (laughs) And he, he also said that the food is actually very good. They get salads, vegetables, and fruit. Wait, it's the food is junk. very good? And he says he takes his mattress off of his bed, puts it on the floor in his cell, and reviews his yoga exercises <laughs> yep. that he and his wife, Bonnie, have been doing together for many years. Mm-hmm. He said they keep the jail clean and warm. It's too cold to go outside. That's, uh, I mean, that's that's not nothing. You know what I mean? When like, hey, I was so happy to hear it. He said, "Thank you for all your letters." He wished me a happy birthday. Aww. He wrote that his hearing had been postponed, yep. and he said, "When I have my new location, I will write you and let you know." He also said uh, he mentioned Aria. He said, "I hear she'll be getting out in the summer." I am not allowed to communicate with her because we're both inmates, right? And that. That was essentially it. The The rest was things about Free Talk Live. Oh, yeah. He also made mention in his letter he is not permitted to listen to that. Right. Yeah. I, I actually found that out recently. That like that stinks. It, like, it's weird because when they were holding him pre-bail hearings. He could. Yeah. They, they actually, right. like, allowed him to have, like, a radio and Free Talk Live happens that's to be right. on a station that's broadcast that's right. you know, in that that's area right. and he was able to listen to the show. And so yep. now that he's at the same place, he can't. <laughs> Weird. Uh, yeah. Well, that's because it's post-conviction. Right, post-conviction and federal. So they have to abide Correct. by the, the federal uh, laws instead of whatever the state laws are before Correct. the trial. Correct. And the answer to Richie's other comment regarding no federal facility in New Hampshire is not correct. There are several. Really? Yes. Huh? And his attorney or attorneys should put it, this is just a recommendation, not legal advice. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking as a non-practicing attorney in South sure. Carolina. For his H- hurry up. Or attorneys to put in writing. All right, Gigi, I'm going to have to put you on hold. Stand by. Stand by, Gigi. Stay right where you are. Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. We'll find out the rest of what Gigi has to say, plus more Free Talk Live. Coming up. 
This hour of Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. Tired of the ever-inflating U.S. dollar? You can live your life on Dash instead with some handy websites. BitRefill.com has been accepting Dash for years and has a ton of big-name retailers and brands including grocers, gas stations, phone refills, Amazon, and even prepaid MasterCards. Plus, many of their gift cards are available at a discount. But what about paying your bills? Spritz.finance can do that, and they can send dollars to your bank account in case you still need those for some reason. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol, and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and use Dash. Start by learning more at Dash.org. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. Visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. Dash.org. Free Talk Live. Get ready to radio! Ho, ho, ho! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> we'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need... The edge. <laughs> I think we've carried that as far as we can. <laughs> yeah. And now the music's gone. And what do we do now? Well, it was good while it lasted. Uh, it is Free Talk Live. The telephone number in the studio is 603 283 6160, if you would like to join us, we'll get back to Gigi's call momentarily because she had a little bit more to say as the uh, exit music was kicking in mm-hmm. at the end of last segment. Can't do anything about that. Yeah, but in the studio tonight, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass, and Off Grid Angie, Steve Classic. And uh, let's just go right and ahead. Steve Classic. And, and Steve Classic. And Steve Classic. And Gigi. Gigi, are you with us? And I'm back as well. <laughs> She's back. Right. So, as I was saying earlier, if Ian's attorney or attorneys submit something officially as a motion to petition the court that, based upon whatever reason or reasons, they would like their client to remain at a federal facility, minimum security, within the jurisdiction of New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. If there are compelling reasons that are enumerated in the attorney or attorney's plural petition to the court, it would be most helpful to Ian. That could include something pertaining to children, his wife, his parents, or medical needs locally. Okay. Interesting. Yes. We will... uh... And that's that's important. And my personal feeling is he needs, and I wrote it in a letter, to him repeatedly. And my husband concurred as a practicing attorney who does appeals in South Carolina. We both feel he needs an attorney or a firm who specializes in appellate law. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. 
because I don't know if his current attorney or attorneys have sufficient experience in appellate law. Mm -hmm. It is very, very distinct from courtroom law. Right, right. It's a different Most attorneys, most attorneys enjoy the theatrics and the drama of a courtroom Mm -hmm. with verbal interaction with opposing counsel, a jury, if applicable, witnesses, and a judge. But appellate law is 99% reviewing transcripts, plural, documents, and sitting your tush in a law library or on a computer for hours and hours researching. So appellate appellate attorneys are the nerds of attorneys. Well, then I guess I'm a nerd because it it grew out of my academic background. I love researching and writing legal briefs and being a vicious witch with a capital B on Mm. paper. (laughs) And my husband does too. But there's no courtroom drama. Attorneys are highly specialized and we both feel, and it's just our opinions and we feel Ian should have someone who specializes in appellate law. Very well. And it ain't cheap. Yeah, I, that's attorneys in general are not uh, You've got in, that right. What's the so. difference between a lawyer and a doctor? A doctor will kill you, but the lawyer will bury you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts, Gigi? Well, what can I say other than... A very healthy holiday to all my fellow listeners. If you celebrate Christmas or Kwanzaa, make it a great celebration in good health. That's all. Awesome. Thank you so much, Gigi. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160. If you would like to join us, uh, comment on anything we've talked about thus far, or change the subject, bring up whatever's on your mind. Uh, let us circle back to this uh as of yet, mm, only mildly horrific story. <laughs> only mildly. Uh, we haven't gotten to the... Okay, well, let's just Traumatic continue. for so, the children. Uh, in case you just tuned in at the top of the hour, uh, children watching horror as Russian Santa falls to his death in a monstrous stunt. Uh, the the recap here is uh, apparently this apartment complex hired somebody to uh, dress as Santa Claus uh, they gathered children around a tree outside of the apartment building, and they thought it'd be a good idea to have Santa Claus climb down from the, the Sounds building. Sounds like he was going to rappel or something. Yeah, exactly. Rope. And, uh, well, tragedy struck. And uh, he fell <laughs> from the 24th floor mm. uh, when they attempted the stunt. Uh, the climber reportedly mixed up his safety ropes. He crashed on a snow-covered structure uh, and spared the children from the site. However, not everybody among those who witnessed the tragic fall immediately understood what had happened at the residential building in Chelyabinsk, a city in west-central Russia close to Urals. Rather, many carried on with their celebrations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you, none of you at home heard that. If you were watching, you saw that, but uh, off-grid Angie went, oh, no. <laughs> but just with her mouth. She didn't yeah. actually like say the words. Uh, one eyewitness said everyone was having fun and no one 
could even think this would happen. I thought until the last minute that it was some kind of dummy. <laughs> I guess. Well, uh, I mean, no, in retrospect, in no. retrospect, yeah. I mean, I only reindeer fly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was uh, until the last minute that it was some kind of dummy, that it was a prank. The festivities carried on. There was at first no suspicion that this was a tragedy. So this poor guy, dressed as Santa, falls 24 floors to his death. Right, but because it's behind a snow-covered thing, right, and there's a little celebration around the tree, people are like, "Oh, Santa Claus climbed down," and no, that's it. Like they (laughs) they weren't worried that he didn't like you know walk down with his you know sack of gifts or you know whatever. Like, must be the lobby bar, something. (laughs) Must be some different Santa expectations in 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 Russia. So, oh boy. Uh, Another later revealed the incident left some parents in shock. Well, many of the children didn't understand that the tragedy had even unfolded. They said, my son didn't understand anything. Others understood, and they left in hysterics. All the parents, naturally, are in shock. In a clip, which they don't have in this article, in a clip catching the horror fall and its immediate aftermath, one voice can be heard saying in disbelief, he didn't fall. (laughs) He was pushed. This concern was echoed by another who said, now he'll come out to the children. He couldn't have fallen. The residential management company that staged the event (laughs) apologized for the incident and described the man as an experienced specialist. He was a quiet man. (laughs) He lives somewhere in the remote areas north of here. (laughs) Him and his wife just sort of all alone. We only see him about once a year, so... The sleigh's getting a parking ticket. They added, quote, today's holiday turned into a monstrous misfortune, unquote. It was, they also said, a completely unpredictable incident. (laughs) Really? Uh, Unpredictable. You know what? We couldn't have imagined that. Let's hire a guy to climb down 24 stories of apartments. (laughs) Who could predict that this might go wrong? (laughs) Right. Right, right. So now, now the parents are going to have to lie to the children. Oh, no, no, no. Santa Claus is okay. So they're lying like there is Santa Claus, and then Santa Claus falls, and, and now Santa And they saw him die. No, no, no. no he's so like, okay. Yeah, is this the time where they're like, okay, well, these <laughs> gifts are just from us now. <laughs> it's a good excuse right? to stop Santa lying. Santa Claus is dead. Right? <laughs> the company continued, quote, we will do everything in our power to help the police understand the reasons and never allow this to happen again, unquote. <laughs> You'll note that they didn't say something like, we will never attempt a stunt like this again. Well, and this will never happen again. I mean, can you imagine? We're going to try it again next year. We'll try this next year, but we're going to give them extra ropes. (laughs) Two safety ropes. That's the biggest duh. If they tried it twice and failed twice, would that qualify as a holiday tradition? (laughs) Right. Seeking Santa Claus to repel from the 24th floor. And die. On on our third annual. (laughs) Must be willing to die. Must be willing to die, exactly. Must be willing to end your life in stunt for children. Annual holiday tradition. I mean, even if the guy was like, the experience, you know, like it's one in a million odds. Yeah. Is it really, is a children's Christmas event really the time to gamble? <laughs> Probably. What do you think they had like blackjack tables set up around the tree and you know uh, some slot machines, craps going on? It seems unnecessary. Uh 
Yeah. So. Children are so easily impressed, too. They're just impressed by Santa Claus. Right. He doesn't need to repel them. Did, what do you mean there's a mystery guy that nobody sees ever? But I saw but like him. He, he climbed fell. down that chimney. And like, but then we saw and he died. Like, yeah, I, well, and like to a child, Santa's like has like superpowers almost. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like he's yeah. like a supernatural kind of a. Right. So you could see where the kids were all just like, wow. what are you talking about? Like, what's going on? Yeah. You know? Uh, it's fine. Santa. He'll just come back next year. Yeah, yeah. he'll just come back. It's like next in the year. cartoons, Wiley Coyote just like right. is back. What if they saw him? <laughs> I mean, like, the guys have been killed right. like every Sunday. What if they saw him fall and die, and then like you know, some sometime later that week or whatever, like you know, the parents <laughs> take him to the mall or something, and there's Santa, right? Like you is know what the I mean? Same guy who like, just fell? like wait a minute, right? right? Well, that's. I mean, I think as a kid, I'm it doesn't remember compute. that. I'm trying to think back to that because. For me, it was, I think it was a coupling of my siblings, like kind of laughter and like rolling their eyes at me, combined with like the multiple Santa effect. And it was just kind of like, wait a minute, like I may only be five, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Does yeah. Not something does not does add not up. How come there's like seven Santas out back of the mall having a cigarette at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Union break. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. So, um, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is uh, let's not do it again next year. Don't yeah. gamble and round <laughs> kids don't, on don't Christmas. dress up as Santa and try to like <laughs> repel a 24 story uh, apartment building <laughs> or any building, really, for that matter. I mean, what the hell's wrong with you? Uh, we do have a number two story, but before we get to it, let's go to this caller. I believe this is Mr. David Ridley calling. Yeah, uh, I have, uh, I guess, sort of some NH exit news. Uh, the You guys may have already heard about this. I just found out about it. We've declared the, our independence, and we're going to separate ourselves from the United oh. States of America we've like next four, week? We've hit $40 trillion? The former president of the Foundation for New Hampshire Independence apparently was banned from Twitter for six months. Oh, no. Whoa. I mean, I, tell me if I'm wrong. That's what her post seemed to say, and it seemed to, seemed to be indicating that she had just gotten readmitted. Uh, but do you, have you, do you guys know anything about that? Was she, do you guys see, see posts from her on Twitter three months ago? Or uh, So I, my Twitter is so just full, and also my Facebook, too, that like when somebody doesn't post anything for some period of time, I rarely notice. Right. Yeah, you don't notice what's not there. Right. Uh, Shadow banned, yeah. But yeah, uh, Carla Garrick, who was also the president of the Free State Project for a while. Yeah. Uh, so apparently she was banned for some Before they would let her back in, they showed her the post that she had to remove before they'd let her back in. And again, this is, this is, I guess, what happened about two weeks ago. She was let back in about two weeks ago, or maybe one week ago. And uh, the post that she was banned for was just, it's one of those Twitter posts that you look at and you're like, I'm not sure what this is. It's like a link. It's uh, at so-and-so, at so-and-so, at so-and-so, and a link. And what is that? What is that? I don't think she she's indicated that she doesn't remember what the post was. Well, do you know what the link was? Do you have it in front of you? <clears throat> no, I don't. Said link? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was too long to remember, obviously. Right. Um, I mean, this so, goes to like uh, like Twitter. Like everybody's, I don't know, uh, not everybody. A bunch of the people that are on my Twitter, anyway, uh, act as if Elon Musk and Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, uh, is some sort of a uh, 
uh, a bastion of free speech. It is not. It uh, even though it may have improved since Elon Musk bought it, it is not that people still get banned. They get shadow banned. Uh, just the other day, man, Twitter was completely down. Right mm. uh, when I went to it, I only use the browser. I don't use the app. When I went to it. It was as if I had just signed up, and it was like, "Let's get started. Yeah. Pick some topics that you might be interested in." Really? Right? You know, yeah. Even it didn't even I recognize your account. It had no clue, you know. And like, wow. I I tried, you know, a couple different times over, you know, several hours, and finally, I was just like, "Well, I guess I'm not on Twitter today." And you know, then the next day, I, I logged back in, and like, it was fine. Like, they fixed whatever the problem was, and you know, but it's been doing some sketchy stuff. Like, you're in the middle of reading a tweet, and all of a sudden, your page refreshes on you. And it's gone. And you're like, oh, where did that go? I don't remember who it was. And, you know, I was going to retweet that, but now I can't even remember who it was. Right. So, yeah, Twitter is weird, man. That's all I have to say. I've never had her a Twitter post in, in the, Her post indicated that she had, I think, threat, maybe threatened to sue them or to sue Elon Musk or something like that as part of the process. Hmm. And Facebook, by the way, uh, or I guess Texit has already sued Facebook for blocking their links. Uh, the, the Texas nationalist movement. Yeah. And that's, that's going to court. That's already been adjudicated to some extent where like, I guess the judge said, well, you can't do this in Texas. The court that hears it will need to be a California court. Uh, I, that's, that's the first, then the first step in the process. Somewhere in the back of my head, I hear libertarians going, wait, a libertarian going to use the government to sue a private company. <laughs> yeah, I, I personally does not I personally would not. I, I would not. But, uh, you know, I'm not Carla. Right. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I, I mean, it depends yeah. on, you know, the whatever the accusation is, I guess. Like I, I am, you know, if Twitter isn't treating me the way I wish to be treated, I either a stop paying them if you're one of the paying subscribers. Yeah. B, if you're like me and you don't pay them and they're not treating you the way you want to be treated, just stop twitting. Right. Can like, you exit X? X exit? Yes. Like hashtag X exit. X exit. <laughs> NHX <laughs> it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, David. Go ahead. Oh, that's all. I had nothing else. Nothing no. else? No. Are you going to wish everybody happy, you know, whatever and Mary Junk and stuff? Oh, yeah. I told somebody today. Yeah, in case I forget that it's Christmas tomorrow, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If people want to find out more about you or what you're up to, where can they find you online? Uh, RidleyReport.com. I just got started on a Ridley Rampage. Uh, <clears throat> some of the videos are starting to trickle out from my uh, my adventures around the state. Nice. I look forward to seeing more of that in 2024. Thank you for the call, sir. 603-283-6160. Um, Dave Ridley, ironically enough, uh, I didn't know of him until I moved here. Hmm. But I knew of a bunch of other uh, people doing like activism videos, you know, that kind of stuff uh, that was part of the draw for me moving here. But I have met so many people since I got here that give Dave Ridley the credit. They're like his yeah. videos, his Ridley reports, his Ridleyos whatever the, he was calling them, yeah. are the reason that I moved or, you know, the main part of the reason. Or I mm-hmm. found, you know, got to liberty through Dave Ridley. So uh, I have a lot of respect for the work that he does. As far RidleyReport.com. As com. <laughs> All right. Should we move to the number two story? <laughs> Should we move? <laughs> I, I move. I moved. To- Pun intended. Number two story. Number one. <clears throat> oh, I was going to say uh, Ridley's Bitcoin Gandhi. 
was great as well. That oh my gosh was one of that the, was. I epic. can't even I can't even tell you how and accurate too. Like <laughs> oh, I mean, like he did the accent. The accent. He had the little round glasses. Yep. The 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 toga looking robe right. thing. You Wearing know, out his walked, sandals. He walked in his sandals from point A to point B across the state to get yeah. to the courthouse to do his protest. It was amazing, man. Like yep. he dedicated to his craft. Right. You know. Yep. Um all right, this from nypost.com. I think Steve, you brought this one in, right? <laughs> King of the number two stories. <laughs> the Poopery store. Brought to you by Poopery. Yes. Gotta go? <laughs> Eight easy and affordable home remedies that could cure your constipation. Affordable. <laughs> it's because most constipation remedies are really expensive. expensive. They're just prohibitively expensive. These are the affordable ones. Prune juice seems to be uh, on the rise. Uh, only the rich can afford it. <laughs> Celery too. It's, uh, it's really gotten up there. So these right. are the affordable ones. <laughs> according eight, to, eight affordable ones. According to this, the struggle to go is real. <laughs> to go is in parentheses in the paragraph. Right. Uh, I'm struggling squeezing this story out right now. <laughs> <laughs> My humor can, isn't lowbrow. How, how can we make oh. it more affordable for you? <laughs> Oh, you're going to pay. <laughs> make sure you turn on the, the turn, ceiling fan. Turn the fan on. Few conditions are as uncomfortable or as uncomfortable to talk about as constipation. Not on this show. On Sundays. Not on Sundays. Yeah. We have quite a time with it. It flows freely. Yes. <laughs> Occasionally we have to pinch it off, but... Yeah. But, but, we are coming up on a break, so. As we celebrate Constipation Awareness Month. I did not know that. uh, In parentheses, yes, it actually exists. (laughs) Wow. I I had no idea until I just read it just now. I feel so much better. there is something called CAM, Constipation Awareness Month. (laughs) It's time for some facts. This is a disorder that affects up to a whopping 20% of U.S. adults some of them chronically. Wow. Most people have experienced the inconvenience of having constipation at some point in their life. Cecil T. Rooker, president of the International Foundation for Gastrointestinal Disorders, said in a news release. Some of these names and titles just like... like we got to get his business card, see if it's true. It just runs off the edge of the card. <laughs> flip it over to see the rest right, of see it. See the rest of it. Most people, uh, no, we said that. For a person who lives with chronic constipation, it can be extremely debilitating and life-altering, Rooker said. What is constipation? Constipation is a problem with passing stool. Mm-hmm. All right. People generally poop three times a week, up to once or twice daily, according to the Mayo Clinic. And being regular means something different to everyone. Occasional constipation is fairly common, and it can be caused by any number of factors, including dehydration, lack of fiber, certain medications, and lack of exercise. We'll find out more about how you can get relief after your holiday meal. Affordable relief. Affordable relief, if you know what I'm saying. Plus more, including something about layoffs in California, and what does this have to do with flatulence? More Free Talk Live is coming up. 
On Free Talk Live, we're bringing people to the ideas of liberty every day. From wrestling superstars like Glenn Jacobs. You guys really are having an impact, I believe. Like I said, uh, a lot of where I am now is due to listening to Free Talk Live. You changed my mind on some very important issues years ago. To random people tuning in on the radio. I was kind of stuck in the left-right paradigm. I heard your show by chance on a Saturday night. From there, I went on doing the Free State Project and become an amplifier. So, I mean, that's really the reason why I amp is uh, because I know that if it wasn't for you guys being on as many stations as you are, I never would have found the ideas of liberty. You can help more people hear the message of liberty by joining Free Talk Live's AMPS program on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. And you'll get access to special perks. Visit amps.freetalklive.com, amps.freetalklive.com. Yes, it's Feline Talk Live. No, I'm just kidding. It's Free Talk Live. Um, just having a little fun here, folks. There was that Alice in Chains song, too. It's uh, mm. uh, Man, Man in the Box. In the bo- yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. I had the, you know, meow, 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 oh, right. meow, 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 meow. Right? I thought of that. <laughs> and uh, I, I'd written it down as like a potential parody song. And then like two or three years later... Somebody sends me a link to a YouTube video. Somebody else had really? had not only done almost the exact same, like you know, the melody and the right. cats doing the the harmonies and the singing or whatever, but like the the lyrics were, "I'm a cat in, in a box." box. <laughs> right? yeah. So I'm glad it, it got done. But this is yeah. an example of like you know, two people separated by an unknown distance and quantity of people can have similar ideas or the same exact idea simultaneously or within some time of each other. So my point is, if you have an idea and you don't act on it, don't be upset when somebody else right. does Isn't that the kind of thing. the hundredth monkey thing? Yeah, describe the hundredth monkey. I think it's, there were monkeys on, on different islands yeah. and they, there was no way for them to figure out doing whatever they were doing, sure. like breaking coconuts. Mm-hmm. And then the other monkeys started breaking the same coconuts. Right. Yeah, whatever the, it was. The apparent telepathy right. That, right. that exists right. amongst uh, primates. Yeah. Right. I'm going to check the magic rectangle. I really just want to know how the second line of that song goes. Because. Uh, <laughs> burying my. Sh- <laughs> oh, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Won't you come and pet me? Something like that. I, I don't remember how it goes. Something like that. I looked it up, and uh, the H in Jesus H. Christ uh, apparently stems from Mark Twain uh, in his autobiography from uh, 1847. uh, Twain recounts a practical joke a friend played on Revival Preacher when Twain was an apprentice in a printing shop that Alexander Campbell, a famous evangelist, then visiting Hannibal, the town of Mississippi hired to print a pamphlet of his sermon. While checking the galleys, Twain's fellow apprentice, Wales McCormick, found he had to make room for some dropped words. 
which he managed by shortening Jesus Christ on the same line to just J.C. As soon as Campbell had read the proofs, he swept indignantly to the shop and commanded McCormick, so long as you live, don't you ever diminish the Savior's name again. Put it all in. The puckish McCormick obeyed, and then some. He sat Jesus H. Christ and printed up all of the pamphlets. <laughs> and the, now you know the rest of the story. So the H apparently comes from the town Hannibal. And it was just a joke. And Well, it was like... Revenge. So printing presses, for those of you who don't know, printing presses were a thing where you had to set each letter of each page by hand. From a box of little letters. Yeah, from, and then like print off copies, you know, one-sided copies of, mm-hmm. of all that. It's not like the printers that you have now and your computer. You hit print and it prints two-sided and it's all really super legible. No, this was a manual process. So for a printer who had set the press to be able to print the thing that the customer ordered to have to go back and reset the thing in its entirety, kind of a slap in the face, you know, a lot of work, that kind of a thing to go and do. So I could see where a guy might be a little upset that he had to go and do that. The little jab he puts. And so, yeah, as a sort of a jab at the, at the, at the customer for making him do double work, he threw an H in there and the rest is history. Hmm. So there you go. And you know why they call it a printing press? They actually had to press the ink on the paper for all you uh, people who use printers out there. Now, according to Google, the hundredth monkey effect is an esoteric idea claiming that a new behavior or idea is spread rapidly by unexplained means from one group to all related groups once a critical number of members of one group exhibit the new behavior or acknowledge a new idea. Yeah. Um, This can be found amongst plant life as well. Um, like, Like if you grow plants in a certain area for a certain period of time and then you take uh, either a a sproutling or whatever that is, a, a young version of that plus seedling, yes, thank you, and you move it from wherever it is to some foreign environment. When the, we'll call it the, the mother uh, area of that plant experiences mm-hmm. something, the plant that has been relocated uh, has the same reaction. Really? So, for example, winter sets in on a series of plants. The, the plant that has been transplanted to some other environment uh, will begin to exhibit the same uh, actions as the plants that are experiencing winter, even if it is not in a winter environment. Wow. Uh, there's also things like, uh, like they call it the mycelium network. This is the mushrooms uh, that grow. Supposedly, like plant life can communicate across the globe somehow. Nobody knows how. Uh, the theory is, is that... Through the root system. It's, yeah, somehow through the ground or you know through the air, whatever it is, right. they can do that. There's also... I don't remember what it's called. I call it twin syndrome. So you have an identical twin brother or sister, for example, mm-hmm. and uh, one of you decides to take a you know trip around the world. Right? You, you live in the U.S. Maybe your your you know sibling stepbrother uh, goes to Germany or something, right? And uh, you start picking up a German accent. And like, no, no, no. <laughs> like uh, like gets into an accident, breaks his leg. Right? The the brother in the U.S. like feels a pain in his leg at oh, wow. the time. Of the accident. Wow. Right? There are documented, like, instances of this throughout history that are completely inexplicable by modern science. So there are are things that happen within not just humans, but life around the globe. Unless, of course, you're a flat earther. Life across (laughs) the globe. (laughs) I've got friends on all 
four corners of the globe. That uh, yeah, that can't be explained. So like, uh, you will find early versions of different uh, like implements, axes, uh, hammers, bow and arrow, right? And you think that oh, the bow and arrow was invented in you know zero bc or something in this particular but no they find bows and arrows have been invented all around the world yeah in in from different cultures that had no contact with each other whatsoever right so yes it's entirely possible for humans to have the same idea even simultaneously without being connected to each other and completely different parts of the world having no knowledge of each other in any way shape or form ideas get spread Right, and mm-hmm. there is literally a viral effect to it, and this all came from meow, it meow, al- meow, meow, meow. It well, could tonight. also be <laughs> tonight. It did. It could also be that two people actually are connected, and we just there's just no visible. Right, right. Science can't say, "Oh, it's because of this." Right. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's nothing to like point to energetically. Yet. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It, it could be that, that, like, but they're seemingly. Yeah. Yeah. Unconnected. Right. Yeah. As far as we know, right, but right. the sixth sense can probably, yeah, uh, you know, see beyond uh, that. this is why I've I've revised my religious stance from atheist to agnostic, right? This is oh. one of many uh, reasons, yeah. right? Okay. right? Because like, I, there are things that exist in the world that I don't understand, right? Right. Uh, there's also like limitations to us as humans that that we don't understand completely. Like we know that humans don't hear all of the sounds. We only hear a very limited spectrum of, mm-hmm. of the sounds that are made, right? Mm-hmm. Also, the same thing goes with vision, right? We don't see the entire spectrum of light that exists. We only see a very limited scope of that. Right. There's infrared, you know, there's you know all sorts of different... Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet, right? Yeah. Different ends of the spectrum that, like, other animals may see but or other, uh, you know, light exists. It's just that we don't process it. So to us, it doesn't exist, but it does exist because it's been proven to exist. We just but can't we see don't, it. We don't see it. So because we don't see everything, because we don't hear everything, we don't smell everything, we can't you know touch everything, Like uh, it would be profoundly arrogant of me to go, no, I know for a fact that there is no higher you know, uh, life right. of anything. I haven't seen whatever, anything. Right? Well, yeah. I'm still looking for evidence for anybody to prove mm-hmm. it. So like, again, dogmatic religions... They have no evidence. It's like, right. well, our evidence is the is the book. It's like, no, that was written by it's, men. Yeah, you know, and revised yeah. by men. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, right, so right. take it for what it's worth, and re-revise or revise again, added mm-hmm. to and taken away from, and right. you know. Now so, it's in digital form. It'll be changed every any time they want. Yeah, so they've got that going well, for them. We've talked about nice. this before, Steve and I. That like the the whole. In fact, when we walked in today, you asked us, and I, I said like the spiritual, but not religious. But yeah, that's <laughs> so widely accepted that it's a. You know, it's a checkbox on mm-hmm. like social, you know, like online dating or whatever else, you know, like Spiritual anything where you have to like list those characteristics. Yeah. Um, it's it's so widely recognized. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, what were we doing? Were we on our number two story? We're on the number two story. We are. We're talking affordable about ways to. Uh, affordable ways to relieve. If you, if you eat too much Christmas pudding. Occasional <laughs> constipation. Uh, constipation can also result from problems with the muscles that form the pelvic floor at the bottom of your torso or from any kind of blockage in the colon or rectum, uh, health conditions. Sorry, I have to go back to rectum for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm a big fan of Dr. Demento. 
Uh, he had a radio show, and he would broadcast uh, parodies and you know, quote unquote, demented songs, right? right. Pastiches, just funny music in Sunday general. Sunday nights, I think it was. On. Sunday nights, he was syndicated. He still has a radio show, by the way. If you find his website, I think it's drdemento.com, you can subscribe and still listen to his show. It's broadcast internet only, so it's no longer on the radio. Are they playing the classic shows, too? Yeah, it, once you subscribe, you have access to the Every entire show. Oh, library. Wow. So if you remember, like, I was a kid, and I remember a show from 1986 on yeah. a Sunday night where after this song, they played that song, and I remember the name of it. You can go and find it. Cool. It's there. Wow. Right? Like, all of the shows are there. Yeah. Dr. Demento is a notorious collector. So anyway, they used to play this song called, uh, I don't know what it's called, but, uh, <laughs> but if you subscribe, you'd be country, able to find it. A country sounding <laughs> song that was, uh, I want to kiss her butt, she won't let me. <laughs> I want to whisper sweet nothings in her rear. In her right. rear. Uh, that kind of thing. Right. It's so, like, how is your whole yeah. family? Right. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just like that. <laughs> Uh, moving along on the article. <laughs> moving along. Let's move. <laughs> health Speaking conditions. Along. Health conditions such as pregnancy, multiple sclerosis, irritable irritable bowel syndrome (IBS), Parkinson's, and overactive thyroid or diabetes diabetes can also be linked to chronic constipation. But regardless of the cause, when you're as backed up as the Holland Tunnel, the following eight suggestions. <laughs> are all simple, inexpensive home remedies and might help get things moving again. I like. I think I know some of these. Having not read them, I already saw the first two because like, okay. I just couldn't help it. Right. But uh, I want to say something like, uh, is it cod liver oil? Uh, fish oil? Fish cod oil. Liver, yes, fish oil? Yeah, fish cod oil. oil. Uh, prune juice. Right, these are the fiber. You know, get more fiber. Celery, like yeah. a whole. Just eat a bunch of celery. See what happens. Is that true, Angie? This is kind of my lane. <laughs> I'm I'm wandering. Jump in anytime. I'm wandering all jump over the, the avenue of consideration. You can jump in the pool anytime. It's safe. <laughs> well, I'm curious to see what they list, but okay. there's many different approaches. <laughs> First two, it seems like, like so. Like fiber would be more of a proactive approach, but this article is talking about like, ooh, you found oh, yourself in trouble, right? That's a different approach. Okay. Mm. So what? Gut punch. So, th- so this is re- <laughs> this is affordable, reactive ways to to get things yeah. moving, right? Yeah. All okay. Right. Well, why don't affordable you comment? So let's let's go through the list, and, like, and Angie can you know all right. expound on that. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, go. Yeah, let's see what <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Drink sparkling water. Many people spend their days in a state of mild dehydration, and while any water can help, some studies have found that sparkling water or seltzer is more effective than tap water at relieving constipation. Uh, a few caveats: people with IBS report that carbonated or sparkling drinks can actually worsen their symptoms. Right. Oh, <laughs> okay, Angie. True or not true? Well, okay. <laughs> now you have to go deeper and say, "Well, true. Who's defining tr- who's defining truth? Right? Uh, true to who? I personally would never have given that advice. Okay. Sparkling but, water. But um, I also do things differently than mm, what do we call it? The main mainstream medical, medical system yeah. yes. would tell you know would." say or deem as evidence based practice these days well this is this is affordable ways to. but i mean just picture it like if you got a plug 
if things aren't moving, if the pipe isn't moving, okay, so like your your toilet is clogged, your pipe, you know, you've got the the Pour what's the trap under the kitchen rooter. sink? Is. Get, no, get the poo knife. Your your if you put <laughs> if you put carbonated oh water in, it's like it's going to expand. Your <laughs> that's going to be so uncomfortable. All you're doing. Is blowing yourself up on top of a plug. <laughs> sounds, sounds like it's get, you're like you're giving yourself gas, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but it can't go anywhere. Yeah, well, whew. that's the point. Uh, it can't go anywhere. So, the, so you'll just get like super bloaty, and that's what they're saying. They're like, oh, but if you actually have IBS or anything, then yeah. this might not. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that shouldn't be the number one problem with your number two. Uh, they move on to say, have a Java. As in drink coffee. Coffee, tea, Mm -hmm. and other caffeinated drinks have a stimulating effect on your nervous system as well as your gut, which can bring relief when constipated. We call that a crappuccino. (laughs) Crappuccino. (laughs) Have you heard of the the people doing like the coffee enemas? Yes. Like, uh, like, it's just... It's a thing. Apparently people do. It is a thing. Is it a... But that doesn't sound affordable. It actually... Constipation. A little fun fact, the coffee enema used to be in the Merck manual back in the like 40s or 50s, I ah. think, and then it was removed. Yeah. Um, when I went through nursing school and the Merck manual is like your Bible, you know, it's like okay. a, it's like the dic- it's like a dictionary yeah. basically of it's it is an absolutely foundational core. Like if you need to know anything about this disease process, you know, you're going to look it up in the Merck manual. So the constipation it chapter. Ne- crossed my mind that like Merck wasn't just a coincidence. Uh, 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 okay. Um, caffeinated coffee can stimulate the gut 60% more than drinking water, according to medical news today, and 23% more than decaffeinated coffee. But you might want to try your coffee black. Dairy or lactose intolerance can cause constipation in some people. I would combine one and two and make a sparkling coffee. Oh, carbonated sparkling Java. water. Yeah, oh, I mean, no. combine Whoa. one and two. I mean, you you know, a double punch. <laughs> Maybe in your actual um, trap under the kitchen sink, <laughs> but I would not do that. In <laughs> I wonder if the coffee enema is where butt chugging originated. <laughs> if you're not familiar with this, apparently the kids. Uh, I guess oh. they still do it. It was in the news some time ago. Uh, not too long ago, but you know, I'm old, so that means like five years ago or something. Um, where uh, in order to not have alcohol breath, uh, kids would get you know a bottle of some high proof grain alcohol, some clear you know vodka or gin or something like that. Oh, and drink and it the other way. They would, uh-huh. yeah, they would butt chug uh, the alcohol, you know, using like something that resembled a beer bong. You know, have a, have a friend pour it down or up, I guess. Because you will absorb. Right, because you're, and in fact, not only will you Quite absorb it, but it'll hit you quicker. Oh, so yeah. So you will get uh, straight drunk to the faster, straight to the bloodstream. Wow. Yeah. Right. Uh, and uh, also, you won't have alcohol breath. Right. So if you got to go home in a couple hours and face mom and dad or whatever it is, oh. right, nobody's going to be like, have you been drinking? Even though you might be totally drunk. You could You could tell that to the cops. Have you been drinking? No. Because you haven't been drinking. And pass a lie detector at it. Pass a lie detector and breathalyzer and everything. Yeah. Hey, New Year's Eve is coming up. Don't do it, kids. Don't do it. Yeah, but that just means that sometime in the future, 
they're going to have the, the other <laughs> the end of the The butterizer. The butterizer. Right. Right. <laughs> the flatulizer. <laughs> the flatulizer. <laughs> Will you fart into this device, please? We have to check if you're drunk exactly. or not. <laughs> In- inebriated. Yeah. Inebriated. <laughs> Oh my gosh! All right. I can't imagine uh, what that would do to the let, let's, let's, pa- tissue. let's pause. Oh. Yeah, there's there's more to this. We can come back to it. Let's go to uh, David in New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live. I was uh, calling to, uh, to 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 gloat. Uh, thank you, Gigi, for uh, concurring with my professional opinion that I rendered on the air to Free Talk Live several years ago, plus or minus, regarding Ian's appeal that uh, that uh, that uh, Mark uh, Sisti might be a very good trial lawyer, but I uh, volunteered that trial lawyers being one highly specialized area of law are not appeal lawyers, which is a separate highly specialized area of law. And I highly recommended that he check into a a lawyer that specializes in appeals. And so thank you, Gigi, for concurring with my not-so-professional opinion. And um, on the alcohol thing, uh, first of all, I think that might, might burn Second of all, if you what? actually get oh, drunk, butt chugging? Or... yeah. Second of all, have you ever tried? You it? Actually... <laughs> no, okay. and I don't think I ever will. Okay, but I think it would. I think it would probably burn. Do you want to try uh, it right now <laughs> while you're on the radio? No. I mean, that might get some ratings. <laughs> no. no, no, you can. How about a fireball? You can. You can go... I don't have go any. Off, so, go off, go off camera and give it a shot. A, a shot. A shot. A shot. <laughs> and yeah. and uh, also, if you did succeed in getting uh, drunk. Uh, off that uh, methodology, um, I think it's also possible that you could still have alcohol in your breath because uh, if you've ever been around a drunk who's been drunk for quite a while and maybe even has sobered up, they still smell like an alcoholic. Like you can still smell the alcohol in their body. Yeah, it, it will too. come out of your pores. Like if you are that much of a drunk mm-hmm. and you've had that much, uh, you know, it'll also come out on your breath. But it'll also come out on your breath. If it's coming out on your pores. It'll come out on your breath because it's basically the same thing. Well, maybe maybe drink garlic flavored vodka. Do it, do it. <laughs> there, there I'm smelling garlic. Smell the alcohol. <laughs> it's still it's still alcohol, so you'd you'd still smell it. Oh, but thank man. you, Gigi, for backing for backing me up on my uh, not so professional opinion with your very professional opinion. All right. Well, thanks for the call, David. Mary, whatever, and happy junkin' stuff. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. If you'd like to join us, uh, moving right along. <laughs> Let's move. Uh, Let's move things. <laughs> uh, the number three of eight is add fiber to your diet. Ah, that's what I said. Yes. Fiber. But how would you add that if you know you haven't gone in a couple of days? Like you can buy just a container fiber? of fiber and like just you know stir it into something and drink it. Is that true? So psyllium husk, corn husks, basically, mm-hmm. uh, they grind it up and put it in capsules, and it's a bulker. So basically, you swallow these. You once that's in your system, it's going to absorb water. It's going to swell up, and the theory is that the swelling, like basically, if your gut feels more bulk in there, it's like ah, start ah. moving peristalsis. Oh, so it's like, hey, but, dude, <laughs> incoming, make some room, <laughs> make some room. Yeah, yeah. Okay, is that what's in Metamucil? Yes. Okay. That's exactly. Corn right. husks. Yeah. I didn't want to name like any particular brands, but like there's all sorts of different brands of um, store bought fiber. If you there's go cellulose to cellulose fiber, there's all kinds of different. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to like uh, you visit like the vitamin shops where like the weightlifters go, there's all sorts of things that if you're like 
hey, man, I'm a little backed up. They're like, oh, we have a whole shelf for that over here. <laughs> and it's like yeah, a giant let bottle. Me, let me show you to the constipation section. <laughs> the constipation and aisle. Do you want top shelf, middle shelf? Right? It's like you're buying booze. <laughs> that would be for someone who's like, like they're not. They're not completely backed up, but they're like, man, it's I'm I can only go like every two to three days. Those uh, are the kind so of people that's a where regular, it's like, okay, you need to like speed up your transit time. So that's a that's a regular maintenance kind of thing you have to take. Well, no, I mean it can help like as a one off, but it's oh. that would be these. There's so many different types Ugh. of constipation. There's so many different constipation situations. Hmm. You can't. It's not a one size fits all. And the vitamin shop doesn't like sound a affordable. Joke in there well, I used to go to the vitamin shops, particularly the ones the the bodybuilders would frequent. So, uh, the Back first when time, you were bodybuilding, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no, uh, because well, I I used to have let's call it a corporate job, right. And in order to get said corporate job, they wanted you to take a whiz quiz. Oh, this is a drug oh, test. Yeah. <laughs> and quiz. so, um, bodybuilders, believe it or not, uh, are far more knowledgeable about. Well, things medical and how things happen, process your body. Metabolism. And so, right. So not all products that are designed to get you past the whiz quiz operate the same. They have to know some things about your physiology, height, weight, right? Approximate, uh, what do we call it? Metabolism. You slow metabolism, fast yeah. metabolism, medium metabolism, you know, that kind of thing. And so depending on So that's why you go into a place, right? You're like, hey, I look like this. I weigh this much. And I got to pass the whiz quiz. Like, oh, over here. You don't want this one because you're too small for that. And you're too big for that. You want this one right here. Oh, okay. Thank you, sir. You know, and then you go and then you get the job and then you come back. You're like, thanks, dude. Here's a tip. (laughs) 603-283-6160. Let us know if you have any favorite relief (laughs) efforts. More Free Talk Live coming up. you must read <laughs> it is free talk live the telephone number if you'd like to join us is 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 in the studio tonight it's off grid angie steve h classic <laughs> and i am your host the uh captain h kicker <laughs> i love it that was so difficult to do <laughs> Kept. My brain never wants to, like, it doesn't want to put the H in there for some reason. Know, we'll have to rehearse it at the bottom of the hour. All right. Uh, before we go on, this hour of Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. Uh, Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. Uh, I wanted to talk about how I've used Dash over at bitrefill.com to buy some gift cards for, you know, holiday gift giving, if you will. And pay your water bill. Uh, well, uh, that's, that's a whole <laughs> other story. 
but I've been able to buy some gift cards uh, for some large online retailers with a discount. Uh, with a discount, uh, and uh, and or restaurants. Right? You want uh, you want to send a nice gift to somebody? Buy them a gift certificate to something like a steakhouse if they're into that. You know, if they're not yeah. vegan or something, right? Or a, a restaurant that they like to go. A steak is a really good gift these days. Yeah. <laughs> I just uh, saw one yeah. in the store. It's fifty four bucks Dude, for a steak. I know. Like, whoa! I know. That's you. That's a cook yourself, <laughs> right? Yeah. So uh, Dash is easy to get and it's easy to use. You can start by learning more at dash dot org. And big thanks to the Dash Dow for sending us thirty two Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. Visit dash dot org to learn about Dash. That's dash dot org. All right, org. <clears throat> so we've been talking about these. Uh, Methods to uh, unconstipate yourself. Affordable methods. Our, our number two story, yes. Eight easy and affordable home <laughs> remedies that could cure uh, your constipation. Uh, we started with drinking sparkling water. We talked about having some coffee, uh, which, you know, spawns. Turned into some, sparkling coffee. Some side, side <laughs> things, uh, butt chugging included. Uh, add fiber to your diets. We've talked a little bit about that. Uh, fiber increases the bulk and consistency of your bowel movements, making them easier to pass. Fiber also helps stool move quickly, which prevents them from drying out as they move through your intestines. Wow. Uh, insoluble fibers and vegetables and whole grains add bulk, as Angie had mentioned, uh, to stools and may help them pass more quickly and easily through the digestive system. Soluble fibers found in oat bran, barley, nuts, seeds, and beans absorb water and form a gel-like paste, which often softens the stool. Often softens. Wow. Often softens. <laughs> it often softens. It often softens. I see what's happening here. How many? Are, 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 there, are, are, are there any fiber in those Christmas cookies you got? Are you, an, are you an often? What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> do you mean a little boy who has lost his parents? I'm often. I'm or often. do you mean often as infrequently? <laughs> are you going to the pawn shop or the pawn shop? <laughs> When you're at a potty and you have to use the potty, do you use the potty that's at the potty? Or do you leave the potty to use the potty that's not at the potty so that you don't embarrass yourself by using the potty at the potty? I lost my khakis. I I, I think they were around the corner. No, my khakis. I can't get my car started. A try Senna. I don't know what Senna is. They're going to tell us. Senna. Do you know what Senna is? I do. What is it? Uh, it's a natural, I think it's herb, like an herb, but it's, um, like Seneca, it's like Dulcolax is what most people would recognize okay. the name X-Lax? of. Um, uh, there's Senna tab- tablets. I think Dulcolax. This says, don't quote me. Senna, the fruit or leaf of the Senna plant is an over-the-counter laxative that's used to treat constipation and clear the bowel before procedures such as colonoscopy. Senna. Mm-hmm. It's a stimulant. So uh, this one is like, like this the is coffee? the like, um, I'm super duper constipated. It's not an ongoing issue. I really just need to get this thing moving. <laughs> mm, okay. Know, that's mm. a, yeah. Uh, and then uh, I don't know which number this is because they didn't number them. Brilliant author of the article. Uh, eat probiotic foods. Probiotic? Probiotic? Pro- yeah. yeah. Probiotic. probiotic. Does this insinuate yeah. there's amateur biotic foods? <laughs> Antibiotic? Uh, are you antibiotic? I'm probiotic. <laughs> We're protesting. <laughs> and all biotics. And all biotics. Probiotics are live beneficial bacteria such as bifidobacteria and lactobacillus. 
Thank you, medical dictionary. That naturally occur in the gut. These organisms can help prevent chronic constipation. People with chronic constipation may have an imbalance of bacteria in their gut, so consuming more probiotic foods could help. All right. Okay. Uh, What are some examples of this? Uh, Yogurt, sauerkraut, kefir, and kimchi contain probiotic bacteria. So if you like any of those. uh, Out of those, I am most likely to eat only one of them. That would be yogurt. Sparkling coffee yogurt. Like I'm not a fan of sauerkraut. (laughs) I thought you were going to say kimchi. Like on your like on a good sausage or something. Uh, n- no. no, even mm-hmm. sauerkraut, like you know, uh, you know, bratwurst and sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a that's a mm-hmm. traditional German yeah. uh, meal. But like sauerkraut is literally uh, spoiling cabbage. That's what it means. <laughs> that's, that's, it's, I know. Sauerkraut it's, is it's spoiling fermented cabbage. cabbage. Yeah. So like you know, to say it's spoiling might be a misnomer, but. Yeah, I mean, that's why it has the sour taste, right? Um, right. I, I get why people might like it to offset the flavors of something like a kielbasa or bratwurst or whatever. I never eat that. Stuff. But, like, even if I have a, uh, like, a Reuben sandwich, I make it a Rachel. I, I prefer to have coleslaw on it. Oh, see, now I thought a Rachel cup. is a Reuben made with roast beef instead of corned beef. No, no? Rachel is a Reuben made with uh, coleslaw instead of sauerkraut. I... Where's my magic rectangle? So they're both like basically a little tangy, but you're going for a vinegar-based tang as opposed to yeah, and a ironically, truly fermented. Ironically, they're both cabbage tang. too, right? The, the yeah. coleslaw is cabbage, yeah. but sauerkraut is cabbage, right? They're just prepared differently, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, but I wonder if that's more um, because pretty much every condiment in the American, you know, kind of your average modern diet. Yeah. is a vinegar-based condiment. And so I wonder if it's like the familiarity, not necessarily like addiction, but like the familiarity of mm, that's what you're used to tasting. No, it's just that I hate the taste of sauerkraut. <laughs> like like it kind of yeah. makes me gag a little yeah. bit. I'm like, oh, uh, this is gotcha. like, it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, but I love corned beef. And, you know, they usually put it on like a toasted, uh, you know, rye bread or something like that, right? Depending on the restaurant. Sometimes it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, some places will add like onions to it and, and that kind of thing while they're you know cooking the the corned beef, et cetera, and so on. So mm-hmm. it really kind of depends. But so yeah. the so the Rachel uses pastrami huh. instead of corned beef and substitutes the coleslaw for the for the sauerkraut. So I've been in restaurants where like they advertise the Reuben and it says you know corned beef, blah blah blah, sauerkraut, et cetera. Make it a Rachel instead. By adding coleslaw instead of sauerkraut. Like, they'll just put right. that, and it's the same thing, it's the same price. But they don't go with the pastrami right, no, instead of the, yeah. 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 I think you'd probably have to be pretty specific, because maybe from, you know, restaurant to restaurant, there's a different yeah, maybe definition. Maybe it changes, yeah. I, it's like I a sub know. versus a, a, you know, a hoagie or a, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I, I love a, a Reuben without sauerkraut. Like, I'll, like, if they don't have coleslaw, I'll be like, fine, just don't put kraut on it. And then it's just get a, a side of coleslaw cheese sandwich, right? Yeah. You know? Right. Um, at any rate, moving right along, have some prunes as no. the next uh, item. Mm-hmm. So this is one that I predicted would be on this list. Mm-hmm. Prunes are uh, notorious for helping in this area. Uh, same with prune juice. Uh, isn't a isn't a prune it's a, fiber a ball. it's a it's a it's a plum raisin, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. A dried plum is a prune in the same okay. way a dried grape is a raisin. Okay. Yes. R B. 
Prunes and plums. Oh, wait. All fruits have some fiber and can help with constipation, but prunes and plums have a little something extra. Uh, prunes and plums contain sorbitol, a sugar alcohol oh. that has a proven laxative effect. In fact, some studies have found that prunes may be more effective than fiber supplements such as psyllium. Hmm. Uh, use a laxative. Uh, I assume over the counter here. Let's see. Over the counter laxatives fall into different categories such as stool softeners, bulking agents, or stimulant laxatives, but almost all will work. Doctors warn, however, that these are only intended for occasional use. Uh oh, yeah, I get hooked on them. Right? And maybe habit forming. Oh. If used regularly. Wow. I've been meaning to ask. It, these cookies look like they have chocolate in they them. They are habit. Very easily they're, be excellent. <laughs> they're habit forming. <laughs> These cookies help you go. (laughs) And then uh, finally, number eight, exercise more. When all else fails, some people have found constipation relief when they get off their butts and move around. (laughs) Before you get on your butt, get off your butt. I'm impressed that they put that in, but I love that nowhere in this article is just, or maybe, I don't know, maybe it was in there and I've already forgotten. Did they tell you to just do what your grandma said and eat your veggies? They do... I don't know if they mentioned. Well, I think that was take a fiber, like, right? Again, yeah. the average American diet. Like if you picture a dinner plate, it's like the meat, and then like some potatoes or something, and right. then the side of veggie is Two like the of tiniest. Yeah. It's the littlest part. Yeah, of they the don't. Plate. They don't come right out and say. It. They do say you know add fiber to your diet, but they kind of only mention. Fibers and vegetables, and they kind of lump it in with like whole grains and that kind of a yeah. thing. But yeah, yeah. What about magnesium? Magnesium? Yeah. Uh, fizzy magnesium? No, <laughs> fizzy magnesium. All right, don't fizzy go advertising. I'm not advertising. <laughs> Call now. No. All um, right, just magnesium in general. Magnesium um, supplement. There are types of magnesium. There are formulation of formulations of magnesium that will definitely help you go. Magnesium PI. Magnesium is great for a lot of stuff. Restless leg syndrome. Isn't magnesium also flammable? Like, isn't that what you? uh, I think so. Isn't that what you like shave off? Yeah, Yeah, isn't that the thing that you shave off to start the fire? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Flint rod. Well, speaking of uh, having a crappy Christmas, (laughs) (laughs) that's my segue from from the number two story into this next story. Uh, the following people, more than 1,200 of them, uh, are going to brace for being laid off. Pizza Hut franchises are laying off more than 1,200 delivery drivers in California as restaurants brace for $20 an hour fast food wages. 20 bucks an hour? Yeah. Is that minimum wage? In April, California fast food workers are set to get a nearly 30% pay bump to 20 bucks an hour. Fast food chains such as Chipotle say they'll raise prices to offset the state's higher labor costs. Who could have ever predicted such a thing? Wow. When the state comes in and says, uh, you have to pay your employees X, whatever it is, 200 bucks an hour, 20 bucks an hour, it doesn't matter. Right. If the state comes in and forces you to pay people a certain amount of wage and you can't afford to do so, uh, the only way for you to get there as a business is to bump up your prices so that you can now afford to pay the employee. Or fire people. Or go out of business, I guess. Two Pizza Hut franchises are laying off more than 1,200 delivery drivers. Uh, they're eliminating in-house delivery services at hundreds of stores, uh, resulting in the layoffs, uh, according to federal employment notices reviewed by Business Insider. 
The layoffs effective throughout February affect Pizza Hut delivery drivers across California, including Sacramento, Palm Springs, and Los Angeles. The Pizza Hut franchises are reducing staff as fast food chains in the state brace for a new law that increases worker pay to 20 bucks an hour. Uh, and it looks like that goes into effect in April. A pack Pizza LLC, uh, operating as Pizza Hut, has made a business decision to eliminate first-party delivery services and, as a result, the elimination of all delivery driver positions. A federal WARN Act notice filed by the fast food operator with the state's employment department said. Um, somewhere in here it says what WARN stands for. And we skipped over it, maybe? It's another government euphemism. It for is, something. yeah. It's the something, something. It's basically the federal, uh, you know. Uh, what is it, before, Warn? Warn with an M? W-A-R-N, as in Warn. warning. Oh. Yes. Uh, what it is, is it's, a, it's an acronym for a government law that says, before you lay a bunch of people off, you have to file a notice to the government mm-hmm. of intent to lay people off so that we can do things like, Send out a press release to these guys <laughs> so that eventually Free Talk Live can report on the story. Yes. Thank you, Warren System. I, I don't know that that's its purpose, but that's it stands for something. I'll check the magic rectangle. Yeah. Oh, here it is. The It's the next sentence. Oh. Huh, weird. The captain continues. The Worker Adjustment and Retraining Notification Act. <laughs> which is... Which is pretty much opposite of what it actually is right <laughs> usually a government program is opposite of what they call it yes so this is the worker not adjustments and no retraining no, you're or fired. notification right, you're fired yeah. basically you get the you get the notification that's it's all you a, get this is a picture picture of trump going you're fired you're fired <laughs> you're fired <laughs> uh requires employers to give notice of plant closures or mass layoffs so that act uh, requires employees to, you know, give some notice. Right. Other Pack Pizza affiliates filing notices included Southern Pack Pizza LLC, Cal Pack Pizza LLC, and Pack Partners LLC. So all of the franchises, so it seems, in Southern California. And they're all LLCs. Yeah. <laughs> A second Pizza Hut franchisee, Southern California Pizza Co., and its affiliates are also discontinuing its in-house delivery service and laying off an additional 841 drivers According to a December 1st Warren Act notice, that's in addition to the 1,200. So we're up to close to 2,000. 2000 the company operates dozens of stores in Orange County, Los Angeles, Riverside, Ventura, and San Bernardino counties. A driver who spoke on condition of anonymity for fear of retaliation. <laughs> what? what are they going to do, fire him? <laughs> here's a pie in your face. <laughs> told B.I. that he was offered $400 severance pay. If he stuck around through his February 5th layoff date. So, yeah, they're struggling. They're like, we have to file this notice, warn people that <laughs> we're going to lay them off. To warn people. But then we also need to retain them until the transition thing happens. How will we do that? Well, it's not like we can just buy them free pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Pay them off. We have to offer them some sort of carrot to you know have them stick around. But we're also cheap asses, so 400 bucks, I think, right. will, you know, that's what we'll say. Did they say what they're transitioning to? Because this, this, I have well, to imagine this is like a DoorDash kind of a so issue, right? They haven't said it specifically uh-huh. yet. I believe they go into it, or at least I know that uh, we've read past the part where it says they're eliminating 
first party delivery. In so that's, house. That in house delivery, right? So. Uh, because everybody's DoorDash. Because everyone, yeah. yeah. It's Let's all the other. It's, it's the Uber of deliveries. the food delivery, in, right. you know, that effect. Um, so those guys will I'm probably, guessing. they'll take their 400 bucks, buy a, a used Hyundai and deliver. You can't even buy a used Hyundai for 400 bucks, especially in California. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You're make a payment. Be, they can make a you payment. You and I are of the age where we remember the $500 <laughs> winter beater. <laughs> right. Junker. Right. Right. Those $500 those winter beaters now are $5,000. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, four hundred bucks will get you like an oil change or right. something in California. It'll get you a cord of wood. Not in California. Five hundred. Uh, this guy who they spoke to has been a driver for nine years. The money they're giving us as severance pay is a slap in the face. He said, "It comes to three dollars a month for the nine plus years of service." Well, I mean, it's pizza delivery. Dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. Wait, you've been, not really you've been delivering skills. pizzas for nine years? It's, exceptional skills aren't necessarily required, right? Can you read? Can you drive? drive. Right. Can you operate a map map device, a GPS? Like you know? ever, every you ring a so doorbell? many years, don't we have the same? It's always like around the minimum wage in the fat. It's always centered around the fast food industry yep. because of folks who are attempting a career in, I mean, you know, we're all kind of same generation. Uh, what I think of as the place that you work when you're in high school mm-hmm. and college, summer and job, and then somebody or replaces you right. when you graduate and move on to a different job, and somebody else that's in high school and college, and yet, well, yeah. well, at least for me, my experience was this: the the jobs that I had when I were. Uh, the age of you know the college you know, going to the, you know the you know or the people who like got their GED and wanted to go to Entry trade level, school or yeah. whatever right you know while they're going to school they need something to you know pay the bills or put you know mm-hmm. some cash in their pocket that kind of thing so they do fast food jobs or pizza delivery or whatever and yeah. these are good fallback options too right if, once mm-hmm. you've delivered pizza that's something you can always fall back on so right. if your your corporate job after you graduate get your degree and get some kind of a real job whatever if that ever falls through you're like well I guess I'll deliver pizza yeah, you're not gonna for forget while, how right? to try- Deliver right, pizza. Yeah. Um, but but my experience was that, yes, uh, there would be a bunch of that, but then uh, there would be this whole middle section of people not there, but then you'd also get, like, retirees yeah. who are oh, you yeah, know, working right. the fast They're bored, food, they or, want something to do. And... Or, or yeah. they can't make more than X, otherwise oh, right. it'll affect right, right. their benefits or their medical, their Social yes. Security, their retire, yeah. whatever it is, right? You know what I mean? So they need to make some extra money, and actually a tipped job... Uh, is one where, yes, you're supposed to report all of the cash that you make, but most people don't. And so you can actually make, you know, cash sort of under the table, uh, you know, reporting a minimum of that. And, you know, then you get your whatever. I don't even know how much they pay. I wonder if they pay mileage. But it used to be like two bucks an hour for like a weight person uh, when I was of that age. And then you would just make tips on top of that. You'd get a check every week for like 90 bucks. But you got the cash in your well, pocket. And I would hope if you're the person who, you, for whatever, you know, whatever your life circumstances are, you are working in an, a, a, we'll just say fast food establishment, yeah. you know, longer term, that you would like work your way up to like a management, assistance management or something that is going to pay just a little bit more. Um, I'm just struggling to understand why this constantly cycles. Well, it, uh, uh, the minimum wage is, is set by the politicians, and it's and union labor is based on the minimum wage. Now unions donate a lot of money to Democrats, so the Democrats push this. Oh, it's for the little guy. Mm. When it's basically 
to get union uh, contracts more money so that they can get more money kicked back to them by union bosses. That's basically that's basically what, what minimum wage is. And minimum called, wage should be zero. I've heard it called minimum rage. <laughs> And this is the amount of money to keep the unskilled workers from revolting against the current oh. uh, tyrants. Okay. Uh, the, the state, minimum, if you minimum will. Minimum rage. Minimum rage, right. Yeah. So they don't want the unskilled workers getting mad that they can't find meaningful work. So they have to raise the minimum rage to a point where uh, the unskilled workers are like, well, all right, I guess that's enough. Yeah. In this case, 20 bucks an hour. And we all know that 20 is the new five. Why couldn't, why couldn't they make it 50 right. or 75? Right. Like, let's make yeah. it 100. Yeah. So, Come and, on. And, of course, begs the question, what is the maximum wage? Yeah. Why isn't there legislation for maximum wage? Okay. Huh? Huh? The minimum huh? wage huh? is such a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, maximum no. wage. There, there should be no rule on how little you right. can pay somebody. Uh, it should just be whatever somebody agrees to. Right. If somebody agrees to work for less, far out, solid, right on. Mm-hmm. If they don't, far out, solid, right on. It's all about the negotiation, my friends. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live coming up. He agrees with you, Steve. <laughs> Wait, here it comes. It is Free Talk Live. It's Nelson. It's Nelson. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a new South Park uh, South Park out. Do you guys watch this South Park? You're at a South Park. I've I have been like first time watching it, okay. streaming it, um, there, catch the, it up a little. There's bit. a new episode called Not Suitable for Children. And, like, to some extent, you might not want your children, depending on what kind of parent you are watching this, at least until they're of the age where you can successfully Where they don't believe in Santa Claus. Where you can successfully explain the content to them. Uh, But, uh, like, like, after I watched it, I was just sort of a little dumbfounded by it, because, like, they packed a lot into this one episode, uh, and you got to, like, sort of unpack it after you view it. But after, you know, sort of stewing on it for a couple of days, I'm like, yeah, they, they still kind of knocked it out of the park. Um, the pushing so if, the envelope, if, huh? Yeah. If you enjoy South Park, um, I recommend that. Mr. Hankey's yeah. Christmas. South Park has in no way, shape, or form paid me to say that. <laughs> uh, if they would like to. <laughs> if they'd uh, like to. <laughs> yeah, they, they can do so. Uh, Become give an amplifier. A call, give a call at 603-283-6160 uh or email mark at freetalklive.com and say hey how do we pay the captain and we'll figure it out or become an amplifier uh so before we go on i want to say thank you to aiden freeman who's a platinum level amplifier wow uh that means aiden gives i believe it's 25 bucks a month to the amplifier program what does amps stand for advertise market promote and support uh, what does that mean, really? If you if you give some money over at amps.freetalklive.com, where's the money go? Well, uh, after I drink a bunch of beer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it uh, goes all into our pockets. I've, I've actually stopped drinking beer, like as a as a thing. Sadly, good. I really love beer, though. It's taxed by the government. Yeah, like on New Year's, I'll have a beer. Yeah, you know, maybe two. I'm not sure. Focused on no. the goal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you for being my coach. Um, At any rate, uh, no, the money goes to 
help get this radio program onto more radio stations. We're on somewhere close to 200 radio stations, 180 at last count uh, that I have officially. Uh, We could be on 250, 300, 350 stations, not out of the question. If you like the message of liberty, if you like the show, the hosts, the co-hosts, and the subject matter that we bring to you, the perspective of liberty, peace, and prosperity, then please consider becoming an amplifier over at amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you again, Aiden Freeman. We appreciate your contribution. amps.freetalklive.com. All right. So we've been talking about... uh, California, of course. Constipation. Oh, no. uh, there's a Pizza Hut constipation. Well, it's the same story. Uh, yeah. no, no, no. No, 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 no. It's quite the opposite. These oh. people are, are getting ejected, uh, laid off, if you will. Yes. Uh, these Pizza Huts. They've been warned. Uh, they are because moving of the, out fast. <laughs> they're moving out. They're evacuating, <laughs> if you will. Uh, they uh, are anticipating uh, this $20 an hour minimum wage uh, that's going to kick in. Sometime in April, it looks like. So uh, they've given their employees notice and they followed, f- filed the proper paperwork with the appropriate government agencies to say that, yes, we are laying off these people. We've warned them. Yes. Uh, and so they're basically firing all of their employees that are delivery drivers. Uh, Gene Erdman, Southern California Pizza Co.'s chief people officer. What? What's a chief Re- people what? officer? Can you re- repeat that sentence again? That sentence again. (laughs) Gene Erdmond, Southern California Pizza Co.'s chief people officer. Southern California Pizza Co. Pizza company. Yeah. The chief. For the company. People. Is that like HR? (laughs) Chief people officer? I'm guessing it's more of a liaison that can put some nice HR spin on oh. for the boy that's about to get uh, it's a, PR, a PR if person. it sounds like yeah. a BS position yeah. that means their job is to BS other people right yeah. okay it's a PR yeah. position uh, I thought it like an ombudsman or something <laughs> however uh, they did not respond to a request for comment <laughs> well that's good <laughs> doing her job <laughs> the franchise also upper, operates under the names of SoCal South OC LLC and SoCal Pizza Holdings LLC Lisa Howe, the director of human resources for Pack Pizza in San Ramon, California, was listed as the contact on all five Warren Act notices signed by the company's president, Brian E. Thompson. Howe and Thompson did not respond to requests for comment. Customers will have to reply, uh, rely, reply, geez. Let's try that again, Captain. Take two. Captain takes two. Customers will have to rely on third-party delivery apps. Ah. Thank you, Angie. Uh, To get Pizza Hut delivered from these locations, most Pizza Hut restaurants in the state work with third-party delivery apps such as DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub. It is Hmm. unclear whether other Pizza Hut franchises plan to scrap in-house delivery in California. Pizza Hut, owned by the Taco Bell parent company Yum Brands, said the company was aware of the recent changes to delivery services at certain franchise restaurants in California. Our franchisees independently own and operate their restaurants in accordance with local market dynamics and comply with all federal, state, and local regulations while continuing to provide quality service and food to our customers via carryout and delivery, Pizza Hut told us. Wow. 
Mark <laughs> Kellen. Yeah, that's that, it, that's like BS bingo right there. Like you could copy and paste <laughs> um, that yeah. to almost anything. Any corporate speak. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's like uh, shareholder equity. It's yeah. like at the end of the the sports ball games, like the NFL football, or whatever. Right? Like, yeah, well, we didn't do enough to win today. Their guys, you know, yeah. wanted it it's more than our. Every it's time. the same yeah. exact speech. Yeah. Right, you can almost just copy and paste it. It's the uh-huh. same vagaries yeah. that they give every week. Yep. <laughs> Mark Kalinowski, a restaurant industry analyst, wrote in a note this week that he expected more harm to come in various ways as fast food chains take action in an attempt to blunt the impact of higher labor costs. Chains such as Chipotle and McDonald's said they plan to pass the costs of higher wages in California onto customers by. Raising menu prices. No. Who would have guessed? Oh. Unforeseen circumstances. In 2022, <laughs> Governor Gavin Newsom of California signed the FAST Act into law. I don't even know what that stands for. It called for the minimum wage for fast food workers to increase to $22 an hour. Wow. In 2023, but corporate chains such as McDonald's, Chipotle, Chick-fil-A, etc., uh, as well as franchise advocacy groups fought the law. A coalition of restaurant industry organizations said the law could raise costs for fast food restaurants by nearly $3 billion, with a B, dollars. They rallied to get a referendum on the ballot. A new law, AB 1228, replaced the controversial FAST Act this year. The minimum wage increase for fast food workers was changed to $20 an hour. The new law was viewed as a compromise between labor unions representing fast food workers and the restaurant industry. This law affects 557,000 fast food workers at 30,000 restaurants throughout California. So the fast food workers are unionized in California. I don't, dude, like, I mean, dude, I had I, fast fast food jobs in the past. And, like, I mean, I, I was a job hopper for some period of yeah. time. But I ended up working at a couple of different pizza places and that kind of thing. There was never any union. Right. I never had to right. you know, pay a due and you know get the, like, I have worked for a couple of union shops over the course of my job hopping career. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's always some formality to the union part, right? There's uh, some paperwork you got to fill out. You got to meet, like, whoever your, whatever they call the union leader steward. your shop is, your steward, right? You got to attend the freaking meetings that they have, huh. like, once a month or some crap like that. Uh, you know. And they get a big piece of the action. Yeah, you, you have nothing. to sign off on a thing where, like, yeah, they're going to take some money out of your paycheck. Right. It's like another for government. Your, for your union. It is. Right. It's like yeah. another layer of government. Yeah. You're like, wait, you're already taking federal tax. And if you're in a state where they have state <laughs> tax, you take that out. And, like, right. now you want me to pay the union, too? What, <laughs> what is going on? When do I'll, I get paid? <laughs> in, in June, you'll get paid. What's left for me? So I'm wondering if these, you know, if you're just driving for Pizza Hut, for instance. Do you think you'd be better off if you drove for DoorDash because you can get your Pizza Hut delivery, pick up a McDonald's, pick yeah. up something else, and then do all the and, and make more money well, you, with you, the same amount of if mileage? If you can game the system in such a way, yes, but not everybody is smart enough to game the system. I know people who have gone into you know, like Uber, Uber Eats, right? right. Uh, what's the other one? Lyft, DoorDash. Yeah. right? DoorDash, you know, that kind of Club stuff. Hub. And like, they just couldn't figure out how to game the system. You know, the system was gaming them. Yeah. Oh. And, and sadly that happens more frequently than is ever reported on. Mm-hmm. Like people get into this thing and they're not tech savvy enough or they don't realize that they can do what you've described, which is, mm. Oh, I can get a thing or... from over here, but also this other app and I can like, you know, you yeah. can sort of stack things. Um, this reminds me of a story recently that, um, and we talked about here on Free Talk Live 
during, I think it was 2020, during the, the peak COVID lockdown era, was uh, people were, all of a sudden, everybody was working from home, right? Right. And so these full-time remote workers figured out that they could get two jobs at the same time. Yep. <laughs> this phone rings, yeah. it's this company. This phone rings, it's another company. They're yeah. working for two different companies. Yeah, and like, but but like these jobs in particular weren't customer-facing, right? Right. At, at least telephone work. So it might have been email work or chat work or... Right. You know, some sort of, uh, you know, bureaucratic type work, accounting or whatever. Right. But people were picking up two full-time jobs simultaneously mm-hmm. and making it go because they could accomplish the tasks in the set amount of time, uh, you know, doing, you know, whatever amount of work was required for them to maintain their employment mm-hmm. and collecting two full-time paychecks. Nice. They didn't have to drive to work. Well, if you're in coastal California, if you're in the area where they're talking about these pizza joints, um, I, my joke is always that it's you're you have to be a four to six income household. Yeah, I mean, that's it's not, not a even joke. a two income household anymore. That's Everyone's got to have at not a least joke. one. It's not a joke. Yeah. The side hustle. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's horrendous. You know how this has all sort of become. Um, and it, you know, if you free the market, you free the people. Mm-hmm. Sadly, I don't think that's how it's going to go down. I think yeah. the people have to free themselves first before the market becomes free. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but the, they're in California. I mean, they get what they vote for. We, know, we, we continuously hold California mm. up as what not to do. Right. <laughs> right. Here's how to do it wrong. Right. <laughs> right. Whatever do California is right. not like that. Do the opposite. And, yeah. But but living there, I never uh, I I just I never even had the awareness. I, n- I never saw what I Because you're see in now. the bubble if you don't mm-hmm. see outside of the well, bubble. Well, yeah, and I really was because I had no influences in my life, no friends or family or anybody that really talked. Right, know, this is the way we do uh, it. I had the conversations that I have now. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the way we do it, yeah. and that's just the way it is. It sounds is. like there's two different things going on in this in this one, too, because there's the you have the fast food restaurant. Like, pizza is just... Is basically just delivery, right? I mean, mm. I don't know how many pizza places actually have like dine in these days, or like who would bother right. to dine in? Yeah, dine in, especially like you said, like ever since twenty twenty, like people just got used to like doing Grubhub, getting yeah. takeout, right, getting and not delivered. you know, it's like people don't just don't go out as much as they used to. Yeah. But then you've got your eat-in establishments, like you got the place like your Burger King, and McDonald's, where there is an employee that actually has to stand there and like assemble your burger and mm-hmm. like put it on the thing that is cooked. Robots will be doing that. Uh, well, they already so, have burger machines. I mean, it's obviously in the corporation's interest to just like, why, like, of course they're going to lay off all their delivery drivers because now you've got all these delivery services. Yeah. They're not making anything off their delivery because everybody, it's like Prime, right? Everybody right. expects free delivery now. Right. Right. So that's like an, a really yeah. obvious solution. Delivery, but then you've got these eat in like your mcdonald's type places and i'm it's like i'm having this vision of of the only employees left are going to be like you're going to have like three people just assembling the burger and like ultimately is it going to turn into i feel like i saw an article or we were talking about something recently um saying how like in the very near future all of those types of restaurants are going to be almost japanese style where it's um 
you go in and it's what am I trying to say? Vending style. Yes, you get yes. your you, ticket you order off your and kiosk. then you yep. like your robot assembles your burger and like there's just not even going to be. They any really people. have. I've seen these at like fast food joints where like it's a kiosk. You Completely walk up to it, automated. it's a touch screen. It's a big thing. Yeah. Like instead of waiting in line for the person, you just go mm-hmm. up to the screen. Boop 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 boop. Scan your card, a QR mm-hmm. code, your Apple Pay, whatever it is. Here's right? your number. And and they're like your order is blah 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 four hundred and seventy two, and then it spits out a receipt, and then you wait for them to call it four. Seven two, and you're like, that's me, and they're like, here's your order. You're like, thanks, and then you leave. Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, uh, that that's already happening. When you tour around Japan, I mean, that's incredibly common. Unless you're truly like going for a dining experience, or you're like out in the countryside, you know, like yeah. eating local. But if you're in the city and you're you're just like getting your noodles or getting your whatever, I mean, it's yeah, it's Are all you vending stuff. Familiar with the term lost leader? No. All right. So businesses uh, sometimes will uh, sell something for less than what it cost them in order to get people through the door half and so, half. so that they can sure. make it up on add-on sales. I'll give you an example. I worked at a, mm-hmm. a gas station in Minneapolis that was famous for having the lowest gas price. They would actually sell gas for less than, than what they paid for it. So they're losing money uh, on this gas by having the lowest price in town all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they do is they make up for it when people come inside and they buy, you know, the cigarettes. sugar drinks or cigarettes <laughs> or newspapers. I just saved $5 well, on gas. Whatever. I'm right. going to buy a lotto ticket. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, beer, wine, mm-hmm. et cetera, and so on, all that kind of stuff. So uh, when talking about pizza as an industry, uh, delivery is a loss leader. Like, they're not making money on the delivery. They are in that they're selling more pizzas because they offer delivery. You're adding on the cynistics. Right. <laughs> oh, and the soda. Right. I need a two-liter right. bottle of but soda. But the delivery that. itself, em- employing people just to deliver, is a loss leader. Mm-hmm. That they're providing a service at a loss in order to maintain their weekly, monthly, quarterly, annual sales totals. And so now that somebody has figured it out, i.e. decentralized applications, or like somewhat DoorDash or whatever, DoorDash, Uber Eats, et cetera, yep. and so on, uh, are doing it better, faster, and less expensive, right, then they can do it. It like from a business perspective, it makes sense for them to cut that out, mm-hmm. cut out the loss leader. Why do right. they need to employ delivery drivers when there's these other services that they're already working with that already charge people a fee for getting whatever delivered? Doesn't come out of their bottom line. Although, they don't have to I keep those people if... on a payroll. They probably have to do some more marketing in that direction, right? Instead of marketing for delivery, they probably have to market now available on Uber Eats. Or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. right. But now I wonder, so I wonder if they have some kind of deal together, like the, the restaurant and the delivery service, because for, as the consumer, you're now paying a small fee for Grubhub or like you heard like tipping your driver so that like they don't spend right. your food and right. right. It's just like tipping your <laughs> waitress so she doesn't spend your food. Right. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's like, has it come full circle to mm. where the corporation is really not going to, like, I'm I'm not going to order cinnamon sticks because I had to pay Grubhub to bring me my pizza. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder how that's going to shake I mean, like, like it, if I understand it correctly, there's a fee either way, right? So if I go online and order pizza delivered from any pizza place around here anyway, there's, you know, the pizza is 20 bucks. Right, the Cinestics or whatever it is, right? Whatever the add-on item, you you know, the wings or whatever you want to get with it, that's an extra thing. And then it shows you that and it shows you that. And then if there's any tax, like uh, in New Hampshire, there's a meals tax, so it's a couple bucks or whatever. And then delivery fee, three ninety nine or whatever it is. And then there's usually some writing in there, like as you check out of the app or the website that you're on, it says uh, delivery fee does not include tip. Tip, 
Right. And then there's a section for tip. How much would you like to tip? And there's usually like some radio buttons because they don't want people just filling in any number themselves. 18, 20, 25. They want you to click a button (laughs) so that you don't have to to do any math. (laughs) Right, yeah. Uh, and, And so then you get your total. So like... You know, when you see the coupon, two large pizzas for nineteen ninety nine, and you end up spending 50 bucks, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a reason for right. that. Mm-hmm. Make your own pizza. Uh, M-Y-O-P. <laughs> Make your own pizza. Uh, let's go to this caller. I believe this is Joe calling. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, hi, everybody. I just want to call and say God bless everybody and Merry Christmas. Merry oh, Christmas. You. Back at you, sir. Wow, so you're, you're... I believe the... Go ahead. Okay, I believe the expert would be Skeeter from California, who's often constipated, but never imitated. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of a nasty person. <laughs> well, you know, it's called Free Talk Live for a reason, Joe. We, we you right. know, we might not like a caller, but, you know, we try to give everybody a chance to... He's free to call. ...say what they want. <laughs> you know, that's what... Uh, who was a French philosopher? Oh, Voltaire said, I may not agree with what you say, but I'll defend your right to say it. Yep. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say tonight, Joe? No, nah, just God bless everybody, and I hope everybody has a great Christmas. Hey, thank you so you much too. for Thanks, the call. Joe. We appreciate right. you. Uh, so uh, in the weirdest thing that I learned this year, <sighs> apparently... There are some human beings, at least in the United States, or perhaps globally, that wish to give additional money to the government. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. Is that true? This concept is foreign to libertarians who, of course, oppose the government completely as an institution, uh, much less uh, their forced theft of things like, you know, taxing your wages, taxing your property, taxing, well, everything else, mm-hmm. your income, your, you know, retirement, uh, when you sell your house, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. Taxing resale items oh, yeah. is my biggest burn. Right. Yeah. When you buy a car, you pay the tax. Well, then you sell the car, you like, pay tax. I well, buy you work- a used sweater at a thrift store, and, and then tax. I want to sell yeah. it at a garage sale, and I am supposed to pay the car right. tax on the $5 I made back at my garage sale. I, 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 <laughs> it's the government. Where's oh, my oh cut? My Where's my, Where's yeah. my cut? Yeah, yeah. Right? Piece of the pointing, action. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> Tell us about I, these people, Captain. I, well, I don't know about the people, but there is a website called the Fiscal... Uh, or Bureau of the Fiscal Service, uh, fiscaltreasury.gov. Uh, there is a there is a site for gifts to the U.S. government. How do I make a contribution to the U.S. government? Citizens who wish to make a general donation to the U.S. government may send contributions to a specific account called Gifts to the United States. <laughs> Some some genius yeah. uh, invented that name. That'll pay down that national Usually, debt. I mean, I'm really disappointed with this. Usually, government uh, agencies and they you know, departments of, they get some kind of like crappy acronym. This right. would be like gifts. Gifts. <laughs> Those are the things that it'd be better for people to not understand. This one, they really want you to understand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. This, the, Let's the meaning, make this real right, easy. The meaning of this is not the opposite of what it actually is. It how, actually is right. what it is. How, how, give us yeah. gifts. How long ago, without looking, do you think 
this uh, account was established? I would say 1913 along with the Federal Reserve Act. Okay. Do you have any guess? Andrew? No. No? Okay. I was going to do the 1971 gold window. I was kind of thinking 70s. Like, that's right where my brain went. I was surprised. Uh, This account was established in 1843. Wow. To accept gifts such as bequests. What's a bequest? Um, I will giveth you my land when I die. Bequeath? Mm. Yeah, bequeath. Okay. Uh, Such as bequests from individuals wishing to express their patriotism to the United States. (laughs) I'm such a patriot. Here's all of my money. Or here's just some money. Well, no, here's the here's the, what's left of my money after you've after already you've taxed, taken everything yeah. from me. Back to your commentary on taxation. So <laughs> when you earn money, whether it's salary or hourly, and you get your paycheck, well, they've taxed that already. Mm-hmm. Then you go to uh, spend your money uh, to put gas in your car, and then you're taxed again on the gas put in your car. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the car that you already bought. And, and when you tax. bought the car, you paid taxes on the car with money that's already been taxed. Right. Uh, every year, you are taxed for the license plates, uh, the renewal, inspections, things of this nature, uh, passing emissions, depending on the state. Right. Registration, right? In Connecticut, you're still taxed on the car. Right. Annually. Uh, then then you buy a house, and when you do, there's some tax involved. Property tax. Property tax. Yeah. Uh, when you sell your house, you're taxed again. If you sell your house for an appropriate amount, you might mm-hmm. even get a capital gains tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you die, there's an inheritance tax. So the people you leave your money and your land and your car and all that stuff to when they you die uh, have to pay a tax before they can acquire your property, even though you've already paid tax on it before giving it to them. So With taxable money. <laughs> and, and if you took this concept and put it into a PowerPoint presentation and brought it to regular people and went, hey, this is a good idea, isn't it? Everybody would be like, no, it's a horrible idea. <laughs> but for some reason, it still exists. We're out of time. Thank you to... Steve Classic. Thank you to Off Grid Angie. Thank you to all of our callers and listeners. This has been Free Talk Live. If you missed any part of our show, find the archives over at freetalklive.com. Thanks and peace. And Merry Christmas. <laughs> this is Mark Edge with Free Talk Live. Mark Warden with PorcupineRealEstate.com is one of the best real estate agents I've ever worked with. I've been through about two dozen real estate transactions in my life, and I feel like I know what I'm doing, but there's always the things that you don't know that you don't know. Mark Warden with PorcupineRealEstate.com found a problem with the house that I was buying that ultimately saved me $65,000. He's a consummate professional, holds his people to his own high standards, and I would unequivocally recommend him for any real estate purchase in New Hampshire. Don't sell yourself short. Contact porcupinerealestate.com.